0: podcast i am cj with me as always is my head early mate rico what's up man
1: 200 episodes motherfucker how are you uh old <laughs> <laughs> older yeah. wiser or less wiser
0: uh less less okay. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think this has definitely killed a few brain cells over the <laughs> <laughs> you only had four to start with. Yeah, so. and I'm down to like 1.3. It's you know. Oh shit! You better yeah. hold on to it. Yeah, right. Shit.
1: Um, <laughs> thanks. I, buddy. I only had 1.3. So can I? Can you lend me your your uh, brain cell from time to time?
0: Okay. We'll share. Okay. You know. At oh this yeah. Point. We share yeah. the
1: brain cell. Yeah.
0: That's uh, what
1: we do. That's what Podskew <laughs> does. We share the brain cell. That's right. That's... <laughs> Good night, everybody. There's our there's <laughs> our tagline. There's there's our fucking. You
0: know, our that that should be on our shirt. Pot askew. we share the brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're off to a roaring start today, aren't we? Um,
1: oh, always. Every episode, you always make some mention, like we're off to a good start.
0: Yeah, well, that's just hey. You got to stay with the formula, man. What works works, right? So that's right. Uh, no, but t- two hundred of these fucking things, dude.
1: Yeah, that's it's a lot of words. It's a lot of
0: words. Especially considering we average three hours per, you know, so, you know, some shorter, some longer. But yeah, three, three is a good average number for us. So, yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it's, uh, we don't really have a, like, we have a pause button, but not for ourselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but dude, this is, this has been pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. I, I gotta tell you, I thought we would have been here four years from now, originally, probably.
1: Okay. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying.
0: Well, okay. So we're, we just passed four years a few months, a few weeks ago and right. we're at 200 episodes. If we had done things the way I thought we were going to do them when we started this thing four years ago, We would have been a bi weekly podcast. So it would have been Ah. an extra 40 years to get where we are right now. Yeah. You know, and no, we're, we're, we're weekly. I do find that ironic. We're, and I don't know if you saw this, but we're celebrating 200 the same week. Ralph celebrated 1,000 episodes of the Ralph Report.
1: Yeah. Well, he does it every day. He
0: does do it every day. So yeah, I mean, obviously he's going to be at a much higher number. So that's not. Criticism, I just thought it was a little ironic that it's the same right. way. Yeah. I would
1: also assume that he has, like, people that fucking, like, crunch this shit out every day for him. What do you mean? Like, edits and promotes. And
0: and actually, if you remember, Eddie told us Ralph edits it himself, if I recall. Yeah, but that
1: was, what, two years ago? Three years ago? I, I mean, I don't have think that's have changed.
0: I don't think that's changed, honestly. I don't
1: know how he would have the time, especially when he periodically will like, do... Alive Babylon with but Kevin, that's, or th-
0: there's your key word there periodically, and that's not a shot at Ralph, but he does have a whole lot of time on his hand to, to do that, you know?
1: True, but he also has like a kid, so I mean, I'm all I'm saying is that it wouldn't, I'm not trying to take away Ralph Garvin's work ethic, or, no, right, or hard, know. Or hard work no. He is. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If Kevin wasn't a podcaster, Ralph Garman would be the hardest working man in, in podcast business.
0: I don't even know uh, that Ke- Kevin earns that title anymore because he's done. He does so few podcasts now. Like he, he's so yeah, busy doing other stuff. His, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not a. It's not a. To your point, that's not a shot at Kevin either. He's just doing other stuff. So yeah, he,
1: fucking you know, director and shit.
0: Yeah, you know, Clerks Three. I mean, you oh. know, uh. Which he's been talking about, I realized, the other day for—obviously, uh, it's done and it's coming out soon, but, like, including the first draft that we're never going to see, I think this has been going on for, like, six years.
1: Yeah, off and on. I guess, like, he really—he was, like, doing it before reboot, and then he said, oh, I'm only going to do reboot, and then he's like, well, fuck, I'm going to do three once Jeff Anderson signed on. Right. What was well, interested
0: yeah, and it, – it, no, I think he would signed on by that point, but – um well,
1: shout-out to Lulubutu Props for uh, making make it, that happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, the point, the point though, is that, like, I was watching – I've talked about it recently. I've been rewatching watching Big Bang Theory just to have something fun. And, like, there's an episode where Will Wheaton comes on and interviews Penny and Leonard. Mm-hmm. For his podcast, which is a mm-hmm. real thing, I don't think this actually got released as an episode because it was more for the show, but they were banking on the real Will Wheaton thing. And right. Kevin calls in, because Will does take Collins to his podcast, like live mm-hmm. Collins. Kevin calls in and goes, Penny, I saw you in that 8 movie you did. You'd be great in this movie. I'm making it completely different than the other movie i ever made before. It's called Clerks 3. and <laughs> And that's on season... 11 of 12 and the show's been yeah. off air now for like 3 or 4 years so you know it's, pr- it's a probable
1: assessment that like because Kevin's like wheelhouse is probably Jane Saul and Bob that even after he made Clerks 1 He could have fueled the rumors. He was making Clerks three. Oh yeah, without even making Clerks two. Hey man, I'm gonna make Clerks three. Like we just got one. What the What the fuck, motherfucker? we
0: just saw saw Mallrats, bro. Like calm down. (laughs) Um, but enough about other people's work. How about ours? You know what's your What's your favorite memory of 200 episodes so far?
1: Oof. That's a complicated. Question. No,
0: I agree because I've been th- I've I've known the question for oh, about a week know, now. Yeah, you're
1: asking me, so you don't have to fucking. No, 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 no. Answer.
0: I've been thinking about it for a week, and I'm still having trouble coming up with an answer.
1: <laughs> I think they're. I don't have a favorite. Uh, every episode, in its own way, is an amusement park ride. Sometimes it's a scary ride. Sometimes <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Well, I, sometimes see, I, it's the fucking teacups.
0: I didn't always. I didn't ask your favorite episode, though. Well, I'm asking for your favorite memory. Period. Just, just something um, that pops out to you. Because one, one of the, my answers, because I have, think I have a couple. One of mine has nothing to do with an actual recorded piece of material. I mean, I think
1: the sit down. For Batman alone is definitely up there. I know you—you you kind of have your own opinion of that because you did—you no, did so much work to the, make that happen.
0: No, but I love the experience up to the ed- yeah. up to the editing experience was fantastic. The no, <laughs> editing it, experience, you know, not it, so much. It, it
1: brought me. It brought me back to like my love of acting and like in elementary school and high school, and just like being able to perform because that's what you and I do is perform. But Batman alone really kind of was just like it was it was it was written down that we're required to have fun,
2: you yeah, know, because some yeah.
1: days you and I, when we do an episode, we not often, but sometimes we kind of have to struggle through some stuff, yeah. and and especially towards like when we're like running out of shit to talk about for a certain <laughs> subject. You yeah. guys can both, you guys can tell that we're just like, uh, all right, are we are we done? Are we fucking done? We're all right, not, we're done. Yeah. Like yeah. it's very much a strong foreplay and then a very weak finish, where it's just like, all right, I've been, you know. <laughs> I've been rubbing that booty for an hour. It feels good. I've been massaging everything. I've been in and out, eating you out, all that shit. And then it's like, all right, I'm ready. We're going to. And then it's just like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) 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 Um, Premature ejaculation is. I don't even know what I just said. (laughs) I added extra. I don't know what you said either. I must be drooling.
0: Um, I I don't understand half of the things that you say though, so that's not uncommon. You know, that's so. true. Well, um,
1: I I only understand a third of your references. Exactly, one point three percent of your references.
0: Nice, yeah. nice, nicely done, sir. Thank, nicely thank done, you, sir. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I,
1: I would have to go like the the one that really speaks out is Batman alone. Just the theatricalness of doing a project and and anytime we get a whole bunch of people together and it becomes a party, those are always really fun until it reaches like the 4 a.m. Mark.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. And
1: then it's like, Oh, fuck you guys. Like,
0: um, well, it's funny you put it that way, but we'll talk about that in a minute. In any event, uh, for Mm -hmm. me, for me, like I said, I, I, I asked for a a moment, right. So, or, or a memory. And for me, it's, it's, actually our second episode it's not the episode itself i mean that was a fun episode don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. d- despite the fact that we didn't know what the fuck we were doing compared to what we do now but um i still don't
1: know what we're doing
0: that's true but at least we sound like we know what we're talking about compared to yes yeah um
1: we become better actors just not <laughs> yeah
0: but no, no, you called me on a Sunday, I think it was, mm. or it was a weekend for sure. I think it was a Sunday. And you were like, uh, dude, are we recording today? And we hadn't come up with like the schedule that we have now. You right. know, it was, um you know, we we were kind of still figuring that kind of shit out. And I was like, uh, n- no, I didn't think so. Because I, again, as I mentioned, thought we were going to be a biweekly show. And mm-hmm. you were like, and I think I even said that. And you were like, no, nah, I want to do it. Let's record. It's, we should do it weekly. And ah. I was like, I think I was too tired to argue with you. Like, I was just like, okay. That sounds familiar. And so, you know, I literally rolled out of bed. I don't even think, I might have grabbed a cup of coffee and then turned on the equipment and called you. And mm-hmm. we did like a three-hour MCU episode.
1: Well, it, no. If it was our second episode, are you ta- so you're talking Star Wars?
0: No, no. Well,
1: because we did no. Crash and Burn. Oh, so Crash and Burn technique? is not
0: an episode. It, it, I just, mean, it,
1: okay, but no. you're you're talking about the third recording, second episode, MC. I'm
0: talking here. about the actual uh, second official recording. Yeah. Okay,
1: so in that context, I think I had hit you up because you had a I migraine. Had you saw Infinity War.
0: No, you had had a migraine. You woke up. Or or we're up because of a migraine. I remember you wore sunglasses the entire fucking oh. recording, and you were like, "Let's just record." I I think you couldn't sleep or you or something, and you were like, "Let's just record." You know, let's just. I let's need see to what do yeah, and and uh, because it was definitely it was early for me. It was like nine ten o'clock a.m. Mm. my time, so it had to be like six seven a.m. for you. Mm. I remember it being fairly early. You know,
1: it's coming back to me. Yeah, I think I just had nothing. I, I just couldn't get to sleep. I think the pain was too much. And, and I think
0: I, and I remember even saying to you, you've got a migraine and you think talking to me for three hours is going to be less painful. <laughs> like, Yeah. And, and And yet we did it. So
1: we did it. And I think I was just trying to, like, challenge myself to push through it.
0: And I actually I actually uh, think that's one of our better early episodes, honestly, like of the Mm -hmm. early stuff that we did. That's one of our better ones, you know, and it's actually one of my one of the ones I remember the best, like the clearest, especially of those Mm -hmm. early ones. I don't know why, but that one sticks out to me a lot. You know, maybe not the specifics that we talked about, but just remember doing it. You
1: know, well, in terms of the early ones i you you know my answer. I always go to lowering the bar, yeah, because yeah. That, that was, was a good one, one that I was just like it we, we we dipped away from the geeky shit and we, were, we and in in that moment we became quote unquote a serious podcast
0: we were journalists for one episode yes <laughs> i think I think we've done two like that we did that one, and we did the the one where we talked about um. Shit! What was that? The com well, Patton Oswald Oswalt—he well, came up a lot in the one I'm thinking of, but I can't remember.
1: Well, we talked about Anthony Bourdain, and we talked about suicide and stuff like true. that. So that might we, be that
0: might be the one. We've
1: dipped our toes in some serious shit. Wow, that sounds really bad. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but, I, but yeah, and yeah. we, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of cool guests. We've had a mm-hmm. you know. Um, We've had some ups and downs that aren't really worth getting into, you know. Right, um, right. But you know, as any, I think any show or any anything, you know, whether it be TV, podcast, radio, whatever, they're gonna have ups and downs. Not everyone's gonna be a winner, and not every day's gonna be a, a, a you know, a sunshines and you know rain rainbows and shit, you know. So yeah. like, it's it's.
1: We'll we'll burn that bridge when we come across it, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to you, I tend to trail ga- gasoline behind me, though. Um, Not
1: often, but you definitely have a leak.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, man, I I can't believe we did this. You know, for like I said, two hundred episodes, especially saying, "Hey, man," uh, you know, like just throwing a thing out into the world of like, "Hey," uh, yeah. you know, and, and and I
1: think the most important thing is apart from the show is our friendship, like oh, our yeah. friendship. Yeah. Our friendship has. Has had its own ups and downs from time to time, but as all know, we, do, yeah, yeah, and and we we have overcome obstacles. We have, you know, ultimately the most important thing is we decide like our friendship was what's most important. If the if the show Absolutely. doesn't fucking work out for whatever reason, then we said, all right, well, we would sacrifice the show. Oh yeah, we we keep our. Friendship.
0: We've said that. I think we've said that on the air too before. Is like that if yeah. the, if the if the show has to be destroyed to save the friendship then it's it's worth it you know but right. uh it's, certainly, it's a mercy kill <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know whose mercy the shows or the audiences but that's beside the point you of, know
1: our you know? our friendship that's the mercy <laughs>
0: that's true that's true uh no but we uh we've had some we've had some good times man this is a bit, this has been an adventure to say the fucking least and oh, and yeah. To see how things have have evolved and moved and changed, and the in the hoops we've jumped through a few times, you know, to mm-hmm. to do different things, and I'm not even talking about like things like Batman Alone, although that does qualify, sure. you know, um, but but just the different the different things we've tried to uh, pull off and have. I think that's the thing I will say too is very rarely we attempted to do something and it just fail miserably. I don't think it's yeah. happened. I I I I haven't always <coughs> loved everything. Like you know I have my issues yep. with how Batman Alone came out. I wish I could have done more with it, but it didn't fail. It's not You could t- always
1: release a director's cut.
0: I'd ha- I'd have to make the director's cut before I did that. <laughs> and I don't think I want to re I don't want to I don't even know if I, I don't think I have the original files anymore. Like the individual uh, files. I think I only have the final product. So mm-hmm because um, I didn't, I I do now keep all the raw recordings, but at that point I wasn't doing that, and I sure because I didn't know any better or or how to in a efficient way. So you mm-hmm. know, any living you learn, but you know, at the same time, it didn't fail. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I I just have issues with things that I could have done better, but it's right. not it's not bad. You know, we did Cinema Wars that. That worked out better than I could have expected. Um, uh, The Oscars, the two commentaries we've done on the Oscars.
1: Every commentary we've done has been. Yeah.
0: Well, no, there's one. There's one that uh, the commentary itself is fine, but I tried a new editing technique and fucked up the first like thirty-five to forty seconds of the episode, and there's no way Uh, to repair it. So, do you know which one I'm talking about? No. We did. We did Star Wars: A New Hope.
1: Oh McClunky, yeah,
0: McClunky, and I tried, I tried something with the editing and didn't do something right, and so me doing our opening, a promo for another podcast, and our music are all playing simultaneously.
1: I do remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I
1: mean, it's it's a McClunky episode, so <laughs> it all went,
0: so. <laughs> it was clunky. Yeah, um, but yeah, and there's, I mean. And then there's the commentary you got drunk on, which was entertaining from my end, but you I, know that's the fifth element. I,
1: yeah. I, I do remember that vividly. Yeah, you, uh... I remember like not normally becoming that aggressive, even though I'm sort of <laughs> arguably the aggressive one. And then I even like Steph was like, "Why are you being a dick?" And I'm like, "Fuck you! You're a dick." <laughs>
0: Yeah, you. And, you that's, were... and
1: that's now my fiance.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was she thinking? Um... I, I don't.
1: I. I'm never gonna ask her that because <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to give her a heads up.
0: I can do it. <laughs> uh-uh.
1: You stay the fuck out of that conversation. <laughs> uh... You know, speaking of like interesting things, we've also come up with like random iconic for us like phrases and lines for during the four years and 200 episodes. Like who the fuck is Carl? Like that's not even like a really a good sentence, but now all of our fans really fucking love it.
0: We can't even take credit for it though.
1: Yeah, we can. I said it.
0: I thought, I thought Mark said it first.
1: No, I said, well, no. Oh, you're right.
0: No, Mark. That's it. Mark used the name, and you said the words. So right. the, it, it's a yeah, it's a it's bit a, it, of a combo. It's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a. You know,
1: I, I actually have something to tell you. That's really fucking funny. Sure. So I won't go into specifics of where and who, but at a job I have, there is someone named Carl.
0: Okay, I think yeah, you mentioned him to me before, but yeah, I, I,
1: I'm not going to say anything else and where, but. Sure. Because like, I guess my job, like not everybody knows everybody's name because there's, there is some bit of a high turnover. I was telling so-and-so and and I was like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with Carl and he fucking went, who the fuck is Carl? And I immediately turned away and burst out laughing. And he's like, what's funny about that? I'm like, dude, you have no idea. You just like segued into a fucking catchphrase that I've been like a part of for three years.
0: Has it been? Has it been that long since we did?
1: Well, yeah, because, well, because, um,
0: yeah, Batman Alone is three years ago, isn't it? Because that's when it happened. Shit, goddamn. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty funny though. And this happened like two
1: days ago. (laughs) Like (laughs) it
0: would have been, it would have made no sense to the other person, but it would have been great if you would immediately snap back with, "I don't know," but he sounds like a complete toilet.
1: Right, because I'm the one explaining who it is. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it was, still what have I been... told Steph, and Steph laugh for about like four minutes straight.
0: <laughs> I believe it. That's pretty funny. It is pretty yeah. funny.
1: But um, he and he said it exactly like the how way, one the fr- show, yeah. who the fuck, <laughs> fuck is Carl?
0: Yeah. I um, my whole thing
1: was like, he's he, your fucking coworker, dude. Like,
0: and it, it, that that same phrase gave us one of our best damnits ever too. By the way, I think. Which,
1: what was our best,
0: damn it? Uh, it's from the Terminator deep dive we did. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great one.
0: That, that might have given us one of our best, damn it's ever. Um, we almost, I think we
1: almost called the Godfather episode, Who the Fuck is Carlo?
0: No, I think you suggested it, but I never really was on board for it. I think you did uh, suggest it, but yeah. Um, I thought it was a little too obscure, if I recall, just because unless you're real familiar sure. with the film, you don't know who Carlo it's is. True, yeah. yeah, or familiar with us. That's true too. Um, but it uh, would
1: have been like, "Who the fuck is Carlo?" I don't.
0: <laughs> Speaking of the damn it, and you talk about things that have come to come to just be like the mm. the damn it. I think is one of my favorite things that we do on the show because it was not planned. No. It it was that that
1: is the true definition of a happy accident,
0: it really is. Because, and for those who aren't familiar with the story, uh, we Rico mentioned earlier we did this thing called Crash that we eventually called Crash and Burn, but it was uh, just us meeting for the first time and recording it just to see how it sounded and Mm -hmm. with no real intention of ever releasing it to the public it was just kind of for and us and then you and
1: i were both sick and we and I, we both said fuck we can't record let's just release that fuck it
0: yeah i think we're, that's
1: what it was one of those things we were gonna hold into the vault so to speak and release like on our like one year anniversary or some shit and i was like fuck it we got no let's just fucking release it was plus like number people, 17
0: people started it asking for it if mm-hmm. i recall so it was you know but the the story behind it is we're recording and then we decide okay we're done with this right um, you know, and, uh, I thought we were done and you and I are talking and I look over and it's still recording and I went, Oh shit, it's still recording or something. I don't remember exactly what I said, but what's important is what you said. And you said the damn it," as it's, re- as we released for two, you know, 200 episodes. I don't now. even know
1: if I could recreate it. It was such a weird, like, that's
0: why I, that's why I kept it. Because yeah. I didn't think you could recreate it if we tried, you know? And I think I sprung the first one on you, I think is how it yeah. happened. Like, I don't even think I told you I was going to do it. I just found this and I was like, oh, we got to use this. Yeah, so, that
1: was a stroke of, of imagination on your end where you're just like, I'm going to now take this, damn it, and make it a fucking like bonus credit scene.
0: Like a bit. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it start, and that's even evolved because it started with me just coming up with some kind of like, one line thing to say and then i would record that and then tack that on and then i i forget the first time i used a clip but i used a clip uh, and then... i
1: don't remember the the what what the context was but i think i actually did suggest like you we should fucking put clips at the end and have that fuel the damn it
0: I don't remember you suggest. I mean, you could have. I'm not saying I don't remember, but I I, I remember using one because I thought it fit the context, you know, mm-hmm. of the damn it, and then it just kept working, and it's now become a thing. So
1: let's be honest, it was probably like a Kevin Smith episode. It was probably something like a episode. It might have been.
0: Shit. I I don't. Rem- I wish I could remember. I'll bet you Jay or Kateri know Jay probably more than Kateri, just because you've been listening since like episode seven or ten Mm -hmm. or something like that like she's been an early on listener so Mm -hmm. uh kateri came on later i I think she's gone back and you know she's gone back to the well yeah gone back to the well but uh yeah no those would probably be our two biggest supporters too not that we don't love everybody that tunes in and listens every week but those would probably be our two biggest well but actually our two biggest non-podcast supporters because i think we have to right some equally big supporters who also podcast their own shows yeah um two of them will be joining us later well i guess mm-hmm. technically four of them will be joining us but three of them all work together <laughs> so you mm-hmm. know um but uh, yeah so i don't know man it's been it's been a ride and i'm 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 glad to have done an a with you to sound all weepy for a second there but it's it's oh, been oh, oh. <laughs> It's. It, there you go. There's a way to destroy the moment. Appreciate it.
1: Yep. Um, I, that makes a moment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is a moment. And if it's if it's my life, it's only a moment.
0: Uh, I, I'm no, just moving I, I on appreciate from that. It. No, of course. Uh, but it's 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 been a hell of a ride so far, and we got you know here's the 200 more at least. You know, so shit uh, shit motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add?
1: Oh fuck no! I I I, <laughs> I mean, apart from like the the usual blowfest that we've been doing for each other, like yeah, I'm 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 immensely happy, and and I'm not gonna lie, and it's no secret to you, like there were times where like you and I were really debating, like do we even want to do this anymore? And I'm glad we stuck to our guns, so to speak. Yeah. And and worked through the drama and worked through the bullshit, and and ultimately. You and I made an agreement, which is like, I don't want to treat this like a business anymore. I just want to have fun. I just want to I just want to fucking hang with my friend every week and bullshit about whatever the fuck we're bullshitting. And that that because I I was having a not so much a like I was having a thinking problem. And because of grieving and and just life and all that shit, there were times where I was just like, I didn't have the mental capacity to get through it. And then I started looking at this. I'm like, this is really the closest thing I have to therapy. So it would I would be far worse if we if we didn't continue doing this on a regular basis. And I'm really fucking glad we did.
0: I I think I'd be far better. But that's a whole different
1: (laughs) Well, we stopped at two hundred episodes, so <laughs> thanks a lot uh i uh, gave, you know i we I gave you a fucking verbal blow job, and you just you you know you uh you have a goodbye <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so let let's talk a little bit about what we're gonna do to celebrate Because right? we mm-hmm. are celebrating this is not just us sitting here blowing ourselves for three hours we're we're gonna have some fun today um
1: shit if we if we could blow ourselves i wouldn't need to be a podcaster
0: <laughs> you also wouldn't need stephanie but that's a whole different conversation
1: Nah, man i need it for all other
0: reasons gotcha um that, like
1: love and affection and shit and like you know, you know and the, all that, the, sappy just crap. that stuff
0: yeah um <laughs> i love you sweetheart <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, so so unlike our first anniversary celebration, where we just had people come on and tell us how awesome we were, which was really presumptuous at at the time. If you think about it, it wasn't
1: like, meant to have everybody tell us how much they loved us. It was just to be a celebration, and then everybody ended up salt like that's saying true. that.
0: That's true. That is true. But what we're gonna do today is uh, we're gonna have some of our our. Some of our favorite guests come back on, not all, when that's just because we couldn't fit everybody in one episode, because that would have been insane. The, one, but, the
1: ones who said yes, ultimately.
0: Yeah, well, there's that, too. I was trying not to be that blunt about it, but sure, thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll be
1: the blunt one. I don't care.
0: Um, Can I be chronic, then? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only if you can actually, like, you know, uh, eat what you are, (laughs) like, if you can actually fucking attempt it, like, if you could smoke some chronic, then you could be called a chronic.
0: Okay. Uh, in any event, uh, there's a, there's a show that we've been on a few times, um, that has wanted to come on our show, and we've had individual members of the show on before, Mm -hmm. but we haven't had the whole cast with us. And so, uh, we're going to welcome, uh, BFYTW and play a game with some of our favorite guests. We've been wanting to get BFYTW as a whole on Poteskew and we finally pulled it off. I have Aaron, I got Midnight Smoke, and I got Augie. They're all here. Say what's up, gentlemen. What's up, gentlemen? Yo. I walked into that one. I totally <laughs> did. Um what we're gonna do today is we are going to play a game and Aaron has graciously uh, volunteered to host that as he does that on their show. So I will get to uh, participate in this as a contestant. But we didn't want it to be just me versus Rico. So we brought some other guests in to to compete against. And I use that loosely because there is no prizes. Um, But still. uh, First, No prizes? Hold on a second. And (laughs) that voice right there... Is the uh, man you have not, not? That is a man you have prices. not heard on Potaskew in quite some time. The man, the myth, the legend, Matty Granger. What's up, buddy?
3: Hey guys, it's lovely to hear your beautiful voices once again.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute, man. It's good to have you. Good to Get have out. you on. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're going to play this game with us. This will be fun. Uh, I'm
3: very excited.
0: Yeah, it should be a good time. And then I, the other uh voice that we're going to have for you. I might I I don't know if it's a, if they're going to be compatriots or villains by the or nemesis by the end of this thing, but I would say that um we have uh uh OC what's going on my man? Hey. It's good to have my you nemesis. back. I'm just here to promote Gun Cop. I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and then the final voice that, last but not least, is the incomparably awesome Jessica. What's going on, Jess?
4: Well, you know, we've had the joy or the joys of southern weather today. So I'm speaking quickly and trying not to take up a lot of time so I can at least play the game. I'm on LTE. So I'm sorry if I'm coming across rough. I have no electricity. But no, we're still gonna
0: have fun. You are you are sounding perfectly fine, Jess. So that's good. We're we're good to go. So, I um I'm going to uh hand it over to Aaron to go over the rules, and then we're gonna pick the order via randomizer, and off we go. And I will be sharing that for you guys, so you know there's no hijinks on the randomizing. Aaron, please take over, my friend.
5: Sure, uh, because this is episode uh, two hundred. Uh, the plan is to, uh, have a debate, uh, of which, uh, sequel, which second movie in a series is the best. And everybody's going to pitch their choice. Uh, and then everybody else gets to attack that choice. Uh, one by one, they'll get a, a well, the pitch will get, you'll get two minutes, uh, why your movie is the best. And then everybody else gets one minute of time to attack that pitch. And then uh, you get to rebut each of them uh, for one minute. So there will be just a quick uh, attack and defense back and forth uh, for everybody. Uh, And then once all four players have gotten their attack and the defense uh, in, then five, then uh, is it. We'll move on to the next person.
0: Oh no! That yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. The the person gives their pitch, and then there's four other players. They attack. Yep. And um, so the way it's gonna work is two minutes pitch, one minute attack, one minute defense, one minute attack, one minute defense, so on down the line until everybody's gotten a chance to speak on that particular movie, and then the three of us are gonna have to decide whose number two is the best. And uh, I think when you pick (laughs) judge number twos, you couldn't have done much better. (laughs) There
3: you go. I like it. Size or. Size, shape, Wait, and you-
0: consistency, Maddie, is what we're <laughs> going for here. So, excellent. yeah, excellent. Um, so we're going to randomize this. Uh, numbers have been pre-assigned to all five players, and we're going to. Ha- and for you playing the game, if you look at your screen, you can see that I've got the randomizer up, so that there is no hijinks. I'm going to hit the randomize button, and that will tell us the order in which we do our arguments. And it looks like it's one five three four two. So that would be Jessica, myself, I believe, uh, OC, Rico, and then Maddie rounds us off. Am I correct with that, Aaron, or do that's I have it backwards? A three four two. Three four two. Uh, yep.
5: Three four two. I have Maddie, Rico, and then OC. Okay,
0: that's what it is then. I I know you wrote it down. I was going off memory, so that's okay. And then, and then so the rebuttals: Jessica,
5: CJ, Maddie, Rico, and finally OC.
0: And but you'll all
5: get a chance to speak on everybody else's pitches. Yep.
0: So it'll oh, it'll boy. be it'll be interesting. So I think this will be good. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we're ready to rock and roll. I'm gonna turn off the screen share here, and uh, Aaron, take it away, my friend.
5: Okay, we're gonna start with Jess. Hi, Jessica. Hey, buddy. How are you? How are you doing? Um, so um, uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Podisque listeners are familiar with you but uh if there's anything you want to say about yourself and by way of introduction i guess now would be a good time
4: i think that potescu listeners have probably heard me pitch myself more than is humanly necessary and are well aware of exactly who i am we need not burden them further with nonsense
5: in that case let's get to this nonsense instead all right so uh, I'm gonna give you two minutes on the clock uh we actually have a clock
4: <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I what? I do think I want to say we get to say our pick right first yes yeah. before, yeah. before, before the,
0: before okay, the timer cool. starts yes timer starts after mm-hmm. you say your your name the name of your movie oh well
5: uh, I'm just gonna briefly this uh the timer starts it's mostly silent but <laughs> when you hear the pot of <coughs> music you have about 10 seconds left and then a beep will tell you if you're out of time
4: well i am confident gentlemen that i will not run out of time and furthermore i i prepared for this um and began my argument with the name of my movie go so, for it all right we ready
5: yeah and i'll hit the timer your two minutes starts now
4: adam's family Values is a superior
5: film to the original
4: first and foremost because of plot complexity. The first film was limited in scope and complexity as the script was drafted on the tail end of a sort of 80s shenanigan movies premise. If one will, the second film provides a far better villain and a secondary villain, AKA society You know, whether it be from exclusionary privilege behavior to the torture of day to day and bureaucracy, and an A to B to C plot demonstrates the complexity of what is ultimately the weird and wonderful ending up bullying the bully. All storylines are massively or masterfully integrated to face a far darker villain. And the subplots to conclusion are carried by the strength of like incredible performances. Comedic, the cast is great. The comedy is doubled by the darker, even more adult themes. And for longtime fans, it broadens the scope and explores favorite characters in new lights. What's fun about this movie, to me, what should be the quintessence of the representation of horror and the macabre um, sort of end up holding a weird mirror up to society. And we get this fun comedic romp into the fact that the horror is reality. Um, I can't say enough about the performances. I'm charmed beginning to end by the movie.
5: And I'm done. Oh, wow! don't even need the timer. Uh, That's going to be it. Uh, Okay. Then in that case, uh, if that's your argument, we move on to the rebuttals Uh, and we're going to do this in reverse player order, or at least we should, uh, which would mean OC is first, but I don't see him on camera. I'm here. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, OC, you've got one minute to, uh, to undermine uh, Jess's points about Adam's family values and well, your time starts now,
6: I don't need it. I don't need a full minute. I mean, i I thought we were <laughs> here to talk about good movies. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen Adams family values. It's it's not a great movie. I mean, I it's w- when I knew we were talking about number twos, I thought we were talking about sequels to movies, not shitty movies. Uh, this is a shitty sequel to a shitty movie. So this is, I mean, maybe this is the ultimate number two, but uh, yeah, not a great film in my opinion. I don't have any objective facts to lay out to explain why, but... Uh, Oh boy! Here's here's the only point that needs to be made. MC Hammer is on the soundtrack. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was my argument. You took
5: it. <laughs> All right. I think that's gonna be. Uh, okay. Uh, that was OC's rebuttal. Uh, Jess, if you'd like to uh, counterattack, now is the time. Uh, and you also likewise have one minute.
4: The only rebuttal I have to that is I thought this was a competition for the ultimate number two. And I think in a way, <laughs> kind of makes my fucking point for me. So, I mean, that's the beginning and end of the rebuttal. The ultimate number two. That is the quest <laughs> we are here for. Correct, gentlemen? I'm done. I seat my time, Senator.
5: All right. I'm seated. Damn. Uh, okay, then. Uh, in that case. I'm just going to quickly point. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, on we move to the next attack. This case comes from Rico. Rico, one minute to attack Adam's Family Values. Go. When I was
1: a kid, I honestly couldn't tell the difference between Adam's Family One and Adam's Family Values. I think they both have their own strengths and weaknesses. But the fact that it took me till like, the age of 14 to really understand the differences says a lot about Adam's Family Values. Yes, Adam's Family Values has quote-unquote darker themes. I didn't realize that Jess was going to bring as much fucking credibility and homework into Adam's Family Values as a scholar does to fucking theology. That was absolutely (laughs) bringing too much effort for a film that doesn't deserve that much effort. But that's why we're here, is we're defending the movies that really don't need to be defended that much. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's entertaining, but is it the better of the two? No. I'm of the opinion that you could take both films, splice them together, have one long film, and then you have an actual perfect film, in my opinion. Perfect timing, Rico.
5: Uh, all right. Okay, so, uh, Jessica, one minute rebuttal uh, to what Rico has just said, and go.
4: To that point, you're making my continuity argument For me, isn't a sequel supposed to fit well within a pre-existing movie? And then sort of up the ante to where when you watch them together, they do create one great film. Isn't that the idea when one writes sequels? Marvel might want to take fucking notes. Done my time. Oh, you
6: fucking win because she's the most prepared.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're
1: the
4: body
5: count.
1: To be fair,
4: I had to actually give an academic round table before my power went out today. So I'm still in academic round table mode.
6: I love it. I love it. You're bringing the heat for Adam's family values. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
4: if you guys want, when we finish, I could tell you what your argument should have been that I wouldn't have been able to defend against. I already... I, I don't think you can myself. defend against
6: MC Hammer on the soundtrack.
1: All right, all right. <laughs> hey, don't talk shit about MC Hammer. He's an Oakland national treasure. You've already you've already <laughs> No, both but we time.
6: can talk
4: about box office and franchise rights. Well, I mean, ultimately, up. if hey, we're talking hey, about it. Hey, do hey. you see what hey. I mean? Come it's on, come Maddie with it. Stern. Who's next? Let's Jess. do it. it's
5: turn. Let's move on. Uh Maddie Granger, uh, you've got one minute to attack Adams Family Values and go.
3: This is not going to take any time at all because if (laughs) I didn't even see a movie that came out in 1991, then it wasn't worth walking into a theater for. So I have no frame of reference for (laughs) Adam's family (laughs) values whatsoever. I kind of remember the first one because I think it had Lloyd from Taxi in it and he was the bald guy. So therefore, if I was 19 years old, and didn't walk into a theater to see a movie that was the thing of the day then there's no way it could have been any good and i don't even have an opinion because it i never saw it so anyways there's my argument sorry i don't need the pullman
5: all right jessica your defense right. go
4: well, I have absolutely no defense to that. I can only say age before beauty and you know, Ooh. respect your elders. So Ooh. I have no defense. Ooh. It seems that oh. Maddie has one up on me. Next.
3: Oh, fuck. Take thy beak from out my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. In that case, uh, I guess we'll move on to the final attack. This one comes from CJ himself, and CJ, your time starts now.
0: Okay, so we're talking about you know uh, a movie that a shouldn't have been made. I agree with OC on this. It it is infinitely not Adam's Family. It brought brightness and color, and and and. and son to a franchise that shouldn't have it. The thing that makes the first Adams Family be- movie so much better is how dark it is and and what you expect from the Adams Family. The only time things are, are light, if you will, in the first one is when they get thrown out of the house. This whole <coughs> movie takes place at a fucking sunny day camp and in a mansion that fucking uh, Joan Cusack swindles out of uh, fester. Like it, 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 there's, there's, there's no continuity. Like Rico said, it should have, been, it would have been good as one whole film. No, this shouldn't have been made in the first place.
5: Okay, I'm just gonna let it run out because it's almost over anyway. There we go. Okay. Oh
4: my God! Don't start my time yet. I'm sorry, CJ, for what's about to happen. I love you, buddy.
5: Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. No, All right. It's, it's uh, facts.
4: Uh, Time
5: ahead and start your time now.
4: I would just argue, CJ, that I've noticed in your movie choices, you're not necessarily a person that can follow multiple subplots. But I think that may (laughs) be why it doesn't appeal to a great deal of America and why you see a box office loss compared to budget. But on the reverse side, one, you got both flipped. The darker, more adult dreams actually occur in the second one when the first is like watching a comic strip come to life. So for people that are longtime lovers and fans of everything from reading to television, it's kind of seeing the real world bump against their favorite characters and their favorite characters bump against the real world. So why should it be darker when it's like an exploration of a fandom that already
0: exists? Which you guys love, right? It's done.
5: All right. Well done.
0: She basically Oops. just called me an idiot, didn't she? That's, that's <laughs> bottom line what was nope. just said there. No comment. But
1: yes.
4: But in the okay. nicest way possible, there's no I nice way to. First.
1: No, basically, she said you have shitty tasted movies. <laughs> Which All is right.
4: anybody here going to disagree with me? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, CJ. Right. I got fired up.
5: That was uh, Jess's uh, pitch and all the attacks and rebuttals. Therefore, uh, you gentlemen have taken several notes, I hope, because uh, you are the what you are picking here is not the best movie. You're picking the best pitch and defense. So that's what really matters here. So uh, having said that, what hey, do guys... don't
4: rain on my parade and tell them the rules of
7: debate. <laughs>
5: Terribly sorry we're going to have rules, but uh Stevie, what did you think? Uh
7: the, the actually thoughts. I I've only seen Adam's family values like once or twice. Like I don't know too much about it. So from what everybody's arguing, I have to go by what has been said. So it's actually been, yes
5: that's, got that's enough, I mean
7: more than my own opinion on it, I'm
5: saying. Yeah.
7: Which is cool because yeah jess actually made me care about this movie i don't even really remember <laughs> so and then the arguments she put back for for the most part pretty solid um there were like I, uh, they were okay i love oc's mc hammer joke I, I can see but then you got turtles man turtles was badass had mc hammer in it come on man <laughs> I will
5: now dub O.C. No, OC I, Hammer.
7: Hammer. Oh, shit. I knew it was one of those things from the 90s. All right.
5: And pass the mic to Augie so he can tell us his thoughts as well. All
7: right. Well, you guys are brutal AF. Um, <laughs>
8: <laughs> I've been to debate clubs before and they were never this wars. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's I've never actually watched the film. So my opinion is really based off of argument alone and honestly uh just made a very good argument um
1: Fox, was a, Fox. There,
8: It was a little loose in the rebuttal uh in some places but for the most part um based on description of the film and based on uh
7: responses it i would be more appealed to watch the <laughs> okay that and we laughed a couple times do so you get points for that Right, yeah. I'm just saying I was gonna say
4: I'm sorry of the brevity of some rebuttals, but um in my soul I felt the funnier response was like Better oh. than that dry thing I just did to CJ, which was going to be every answer. And that's a little more boring, right? So we so, had fun.
5: And it is a very wise move. Yes. Uh, okay. I, don't, so, I, don't, I,
3: don't, I personally don't think it's fair that she's got birds chirping in the background because I think that that is completely making us lean towards her. Just so you know, <laughs> well, it sounds
4: also, very. You know, the Disney yeah, princess yeah, just, element just, is incredibly helpful.
5: On right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's move on to someone who is. Dis- definitely not a disney princess it's cj's turn uh, <laughs> it's, okay, it's time for your pitch buddy you've got two minutes on uh, your movie uh, and you can go ahead and tell us what it is before i start the timer
0: okay so my my movie is the matrix reloaded okay.
5: what a fucking All shocker
0: right.
5: yeah oh, let's boy. see how this goes you've got two oh, minutes boy. to make your pitch <clears throat> starting uh now
0: Okay, so we can take the elephant right out of the room. Yes, The Matrix has new ha, broke ground on cinematic filmmaking styles and special effects, but what we're not here to argue is how it looked on film. What we're here to argue is whether it's a better movie. And for me, Matrix Reloaded is the better movie because you get a full force look at what Neo can be. You don't get Neo the one until that hallway scene at the end of the first one. In the second movie, you get Neo being Neo throughout the film. You get a look at what life in Zion is like. You get a li- an idea of what the hierarchy among the ships is like when you see Locke arguing with Morpheus multiple times throughout the film, plus the other captains. You get a bigger overall view of what this world is and how the story takes place the first one sets up the story the second one is the story it tells you how these these machines are coming for them and how the humans are going to fight back you get that that instrument that you need to understand what's happening in this war that's been going on for a hundred years and that all gets explained Are there things that are not perfect about it? Sure. But every film has that. So you can't you can't say that just because there's some imperfections that it doesn't make it a better film or better story. It is the better story because of all those things I just laid out.
5: Okay, you see
0: the rest of your time. I think so. Yeah.
5: Okay. very good. All right, then we will just move on straight to the uh, the attacks and rebuttals. Uh, we will start with Jess. Jess, you've got one minute to attack uh, his pitch, and ready, go.
4: I won't need that long. If I care about the subplot uh, of The Invisibles, I'll just read the comics. Done. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, there goes that. Uh, CJ, you got, uh, you've got one minute to defend yourself against that.
0: I don't want to play anymore. Go. Go. <laughs> uh jess's whole argument for this entire game is one word subplot she has no other argument for anything else ever period point blank done all right
5: okay all right we're going to move on to our next uh our next counter attack and that is going to come from octopus K Man, oc you've got okay. one minute to attack his pitch on the matrix reloaded and go
6: Look, I, I'm not super up on the rules here, but I'm going to do something unprecedented, I believe, here. And I'm going to support CJ's opinion because I have had this same opinion my whole life and gotten shit for it. But it is the better of the movies because it has it introduces all of the lore and you have a lot more action and it's more pointed. They knew the other movie was coming. They wrote them together. They shot them together. I think the second one is the uh, the best of that original trilogy. I think CJ is correct here, so I'm just offering my my one minute to help propel his argument because it's a belief that I hold dear. <laughs>
5: wow. <laughs> wow, I genuinely did not expect that, but okay. Um, CJ, do you do you do you want to? attack his supporting you no, I, don't no. even, I, I certainly don't want to i don't want ta- to ad- post the game i'm gonna give you a minute to just say whatever you want
0: <laughs> thank you yeah no i'm not gonna attack that of course thank you oc i appreciate that you and i are on the same wavelength there because i i do feel like it's an underrated opinion that most don't share so thank you for that support despite the fact that we're supposed to be competing against each other i concede my time thank you okay
5: Uh, we'll move on to the next person, that is Rico, you've got one minute, and
1: go. Look, we CJ and I argued about the Matrix movies before, and I'm still of the opinion that Matrix Reloaded, yes it does bring out the more action, but I was kind of quickly bored by that, the first Matrix had a nice blend of story and action and it was revolutionary, whereas I prefer the third film, because it actually had, in my opinion a more poignant story, and I got, I got bored of the second film and I really don't need to see, you know, two ghost Rastafarians or whatever the fuck they were on a subway or where I see, that's the thing is like, I barely remember anything good about Matrix reloaded. It felt like they only made that movie so they could have a sequel title called the Matrix reloaded. And it, it just, I'm not a fan. I understand his argument and I, I understand OC support. But you guys hit it best. The general public does not like this one.
5: okay? Well, uh, in that case, uh, I throw it back over to CJ to uh, defend himself and go.
0: I find it really interesting that the atheist likes the film with the Jesus complex in it because that just can that just. Astounds me to no end because they put Neo by the third one into this Messiah realm, and they do it a little bit in the second one, and it's the one part of the film I really dislike. Uh, when he first gets back to Zion, they they have all the people waiting to give him gifts and tell him to watch over their their loved ones. Um, but as a whole, I, I I think that you know while it's forgettable for for someone like Rico, it's not as a whole. You're dealing with setting up the third one. You don't get that. Third third one without this setup because he has to go and see the architect if he doesn't have that whole scene with the architect that back and forth tete-a-tete with him you don't get the whole sequence at the end on three it doesn't happen you need that to be there and you don't get that if you don't have the matrix reloaded you need an
6: empire to get to jedi
5: okay uh, in that case, uh, that's going to be uh, it, down to the last, uh, uh, the last counterattack uh, comes from Maddie. Maddie, you've got, you got one minute and go. All right. So making
3: a sequel to a movie that is essentially perfect is a fool's errand. The original Matrix was so groundbreaking. it so changed everything. People talk about it to this day. Uh In real life, like we actually say things like, oh, my God, I just had a moment in The Matrix. There was no sequel necessary to that movie. And to go into one was silly. Again, I don't even remember which one was the sequel. I think it's the one that had Lloyd from Taxi in it, but I'm not sure. The (laughs) part I did dig about it, though, was the car chase. I thought the car chase and mainly because of the behind the scenes documentary more than I enjoyed the car chase actually in the movie. So therefore, I got to say, no because simply because the matrix itself was such a perfect picture it needed no continuations
5: okay and cj your defense go
0: matrix is a great movie but it is not perfect perfect is too strong a word to describe that first movie and i love that movie and i'm with maddie i've referenced it multiple times throughout my life even in recent years but what what you're talking about is how it looks and, and, and the cinematography and all those things. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about overall entertainment value. The entertainment value is better in the second one because you get a complete story. I don't think you get enough of a complete story in the first one. It, it It's all prequel. It's all build. You get a whole arc within the second film that you don't get in the first one. It just hits the peak of the arc and then fucking credits. That's not the way to do a movie you should have a whole story arc and Maddie, as a filmmaker you of all people should know that
3: hey i didn't pick the movie
5: (laughs) damn Damn. all right well then, uh yeah uh that's uh uh, that's all uh all the rebuttals and attacks uh can i add
3: one can i add one more thing about the matrix that i forgot to have in my piece am i allowed to have one last just one sentence
5: Sure, but we're going to disregard it. Yeah, we're not going to, but you can say
3: it. I just have to say that the only one who likes the Matrix movies less than me is Lana Wachowski. Moving on.
5: (laughs) Damn. Okay,
3: I like the uh, joke, but I can't laugh at
7: that. Well, God, matter. I thought we that
6: were all not the real. friends.
7: It laugh's not real.
6: Just unbelievably <laughs> savage. I can't <laughs> believe this game, dude. I don't get to wow. be judged, man.
7: This wow.
1: Dude, awesome. I feel bad <laughs> looking at CJ's face. CJ <laughs> looked like he was actually like, like his feelings were hurt. Are you all right, buddy? <laughs> I'm like, good. I'm awesome good. I'm Shit, good.
6: they're like, they're like, you have shitty taste in movies.
0: You <laughs> <Like, that's laughs> a- don't. OC, oh OC, I've been hearing that for two. 200 episodes. That's nothing fucking <laughs> new. I mean, that's that's fine. Go oh, ahead, Jesus. guys.
5: Alright, uh, so uh, I'm going to turn it over to my fellow uh, <coughs> here. CB uh, and Augie, what did you think?
7: Uh, I love how CJ opened up with uh, you can actually see what Neo can do in this one, because it is true. At the end of the first one, which I did see and I did enjoy, I did want to know where he could go from where he left off, because you are left at that cliffhanger, which you did mention later on. And so that was huge right there because that did get me interested in the second one. So I'll give him definitely points for that. Um, I love uh, Jess's attack right away; very savage. Loved it. Uh, plot of the Invisibles. Um, that was great. Um, Thanks for the reminder. That, that was that was awesome. Uh, I try. I,
5: I, I feel like see, Stevie just wrote down things that he heard. No, <laughs>
7: I like that. That was funny. But OC, man, you're you're about to lose points, man. You can't. <laughs> you can't agree with your competition in this, man.
6: <laughs> I, I, I make my own rules, just like Gun Cop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> #GunCop. I'm not interested in Gun Cop. I want <laughs> to see the sequel to gun, <laughs> gun Cop. Make Gun Cop real. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
7: you, uh, you're next, buddy. You got a couple notes, right?
8: Yeah, I've got a few notes here as I'm kind of like going through. Yeah, first of all, OC coming in with the uh, assist. It's like watching like a pro wrestler coming in with a chair.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, he's getting the chair! Uh,
5: but then he doesn't hit the other wrestler with it, he just hands it to yeah, him. Yeah, and then just gives it to him. Yeah, to like, huh? take this what and is runs happening? away. I'm um, a man
6: of integrity, so you can believe me when I make these arguments.
8: <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, yeah, everyone made a good argument. Um, uh, but CJ made such a good one. He makes a good statement that the sequel without the sequel the it the first one would make the first the first one set it up right the second one is basically the adventure then the first is the setup second is the adventure third is the climax again without the second one the third could never exist uh and the without the second and really without the second one the first one would just end it on a cliffhanger basically right essentially
2: yeah
7: flying ish
8: you know so I got to side with CJ with this. It it almost seems I'm not a big fan of sequels, but the sequel in this one seemed absolutely necessary. If nothing else. So I'd have to side with CJ. With that.
0: All right, I, I, well. I would drop my mic, but it's really expensive.
5: <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, the third pitch of five and it is Maddie's turn. So Maddie, uh, you're up. Um, do you want to introduce or reintroduce yourself to Podesty's audience?
3: Hi, I'm Matt. I'm in Canada, and I make. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of about it.
5: Fair enough, <laughs> CJ. Fair enough.
3: CJ clearly doesn't like the, uh, my concepts of movies, but other than that, fine. <laughs> <bought it. laughs>
5: fine. All right, uh, Maddie. Uh, so uh, before I start the timer, do you want to tell us what movie you've brought to uh, the table?
3: I've selected The Road Warrior.
5: Oh, oh nice. Okay. Well, here we go. Uh, two minutes of your pitch for The Road Warrior, and go.
3: The Road Warrior is by far the best sequel to a movie of all time. If you look at what the first Mad Max is, it's a guy on the brink and a world on the brink, which eventually he finds his breaking point. The Road Warrior He arrives as a fully formed character in the Byronic sense of the whole arrival, the magnetism. Everything about him is this Byronic hero that just shows up in the middle of this thing at at the beginning of this movie. The world collapses in between movies, and there's no even need to explain that the world collapsed between them. It's collapsed. It's done. It's over. And this guy has to then fight his way through everything. In the most simple story of all time, protect the people, protect the gas, get the fuck out of there. That's it. Characters in this movie are developed with no dialogue. The dog is one of the best developed characters in the entire movie. And it doesn't say anything because dogs don't. The people who live <laughs> in, the, in the encampment don't even have to say anything to be able to have fully developed characters. Max says about 12 words in the entire movie. And the character is wonderfully developed for the entire run of the picture. He arrives from nowhere. He departs from nowhere. It is essentially a perfect movie in the three act structure. It's incredibly well shot. The stunts being real, no CGI assist. The, the movie itself is barely recognizable as a sequel. It's so good on its own that people don't even realize that Mad Max happened. When that movie came out, people just thought it was a movie. Then went back and watched Mad Max as almost a prequel.
5: Okay. <clears throat> I'll just let the time run out. Okay, so... I should have uh, written that. <laughs> okay, so uh, in any event, uh, so that's your pitch. We're going to go into our, uh, our attacks and rebuttals. Uh, we're going to start with an attack from CJ. CJ, you've got one minute and go.
0: Okay, so we're talking about the movie where you just drive through the desert for two hours and nobody says a fucking word. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Sign me up to watch that piece of shit. I mean, come on. Really? Like, let's drive through the desert. Oops, no, let's turn around and go the other direction. I'm sorry. No. That is the most boring thing I've ever heard of in my entire goddamn life. And you're going to tell me it's better than all the other Road road Warrior Mad Max movies where they do the same fucking thing. (laughs) Okay.
5: Uh, I'll go ahead and stop the timer. Uh, Manny, go ahead and uh, give your rebuttal.
3: I think CJ's confusing Road Warrior with Fury Road. They're not the same movie he doesn't go somewhere turn around and go the other direction he goes completes his tasks as assigned and does his whole thing so no he's incorrect he's talking about fury road
5: all right uh and we'll move on to our next attack uh that is going to come from jess so uh jess one
3: minute don't even let me don't do this i'm I'm muting her
5: (laughs) (laughs) all right jess you've got one minute go
4: I actually struggle really hard to find a rebuttal to this, and I realized automatically that I took the um, assignment of the best number two incorrectly, and that Maddie immediately rose to the occasion. I see the difference here um, in specialty. So I think the mission's excellent. I think Maddie's correct. Um, The only thing I might criticize is maybe we could have done a little more legend building But I think the film lends itself very tastefully to that. We could have had a little more. That's really the only rebuttal I have, because I see once
5: again. Okay, Uh, Maddie, uh, do you have a response?
3: I do. She is the most dangerous person on this entire (laughs) Jedi Council. And I have to (laughs) agree with almost every, I have to agree with all. Almost every word that's been uttered from her mouth today.
5: Okay, well then. So um, I got. Yeah, that's fair, all I got. <laughs> fair enough. All right. So, uh next person to attack uh the Road Warrior is going to be uh uh almost a uh, it's Octopus caveman OC, you're up. All
6: right. I I agree with Maddie that uh it's better than Mad Max cuz Mad Max was a a piece of shit. An interesting piece of shit, <laughs> but a but a slow boring piece of shit. That had an interesting world. The only thing I think you're wrong about is Mad Max kind of ramps up. I think each movie is a little bit better. You know, Thunderdome is better than the Road Warrior. And then I think uh, Fury Road is the best of the series. But I, I think that's that's the only issue there where, you know, it's a it's a better number two, but I don't think it's the best number two. And uh, I don't even think number two is the best in its own series. So that's that's kind of my only argument. But the Road Warrior is you know, a, f- a five where Mad Max is a two. Right. I agree with that uh, completely.
5: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Matty, uh, you can it, you can skip your rebuttal if you have no defense against it.
3: Well, I I, I, I don't really have much of a, a rebuttal to that uh, because Fury Road is fucking awesome. And I think like it's just such a great movie that it should be in film schools forever on how to shoot, physically shoot movies. And that's just, that's just George Miller, man. It's like the guy is a hundred years old and he's still going out into a desert and shooting that stuff with very little CG assisted stuff. I agree. Fury Road is the most well developed of all of the Mad Max movies. I go with Road Warrior as a groundbreaking movie of its time because there was nothing like it when it came out and to rely on a third act that's nothing but a car chase was unheard of and people uh, hadn't seen that kind of thing before like bullet the car chase was in the middle this thing was the whole third act and it ended with the biggest wonderful twist at the end that 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 fury road just doesn't have
5: okay okay well, then, that's going to mark the end of that. And there's just one final attack. And this one comes from Rico. Rico, one minute go.
1: I really don't have much to say because I'm sure I'm going to have I'm going to hear everybody's eyes rolls. But I've never really seen the first three Mad Maxes. And it's not that I don't want to. It's just that I really haven't had the opportunity. I have other shit that I have to watch and seeing Mel Gibson in Australia is really not on my priority list. I did see Fury road. I liked Fury road, you know, so I really, I can't add too much of an attack apart from, I guess I liked, uh, Mad Max when it was played by Tom Hardy as opposed to Mel Gibson. So that's all I got. All
5: right. Danny. I don't know if there was anything in there specifically you need to rebut, but you can, you got one minute.
3: Uh, the only thing I just want to let, uh, become no is that road warrior, since you haven't seen it, it's the one with Lloyd from
5: taxi. <laughs> 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 now I'm interested.
2: <laughs> there you
5: go. That's all I got. Fantastic. Okay. So that's the end of all the, uh, attacks and rebuttals. So I'm going to turn things over to our judges. Um, Stevie, uh, what do you think? Yeah. How do you think Maddie did there?
7: Matt did really good. I love how he opened up uh, that he's from Canada because right there you got points because fuck yeah, Canada, <laughs> Canada. right here, buddy, right across. The I'm box. in a doctor's
3: office right. I'm in a doctor's office right now for free.
7: That's fuck awesome. you. <laughs> that That's right. So right there he gets points. Damn it! Damn <laughs> I, it! I love that he <clears throat> went right for the effects, the the practical effects that was huge because I, I totally get that myself. I, I love mean, practical to be effects.
5: fair, back when this movie was made, they didn't have much choice. Right. But
7: yeah, still, <laughs> I think it was
5: just I Australia. Mean, um, <laughs> also Australia. <laughs> it does help.
7: It does help. um, as for the, the rebuttals in there, uh, CJ got me fucking laughing right off the bat, which is great. And I love your angry <laughs> voice. I, I love when you're angry. You got to send me an audio clip of you angry yelling at me so I can use it tonight.
1: Yeah, you didn't um, know I was a ventriloquist, did you?
7: No, nah, <laughs> you're <there we> <laughs> over the internet and everything. <laughs> um, Jess, great on the poo joke. You almost got a point I added onto yours because of it. Um, what else did I have here? Uh, that's uh the taxi the lloyd from taxi that that joke coming back um you would think it, i'd be sick of it no, no not, not sick really, of it I, not once i no nope. fucking Nope. yep keep it going
5: kind of, <laughs> kind of want lloyd from taxi and everything
8: right. uh augie <laughs> taxi uh yeah so once again uh good arguments a lot of agreeing with i see um i've never seen the movie myself um much like rico so i didn't <laughs> but I have seen Fury Road and Thunderdome and I, those were great films. So I don't know. Uh, I Roy, riding in the desert. It worked for Fury Road. I don't see why it can't work for this either. In fact, this well, very well just, could be
5: <laughs> just something. I just want to remind you of is that you're not judging the film. You're no, judging no, no. Maddie's. Uh, right. Defense, I'm, I'm looking
8: I mean. at the defenses and, but the thing is <laughs> other than like DJ, not a <clears whole throat> lot of people argued against it. So, I'm just kind of looking at that. Um, yeah, driving through the desert. Honestly, I'd have to agree with Manny then, uh, just because, uh, he definitely made a better argument for it.
5: So, uh, the question this raises is, uh, when you're supposed to attack them and you actually support them instead, does that undermine their argument? Cause they don't get to defend against it. I don't know.
8: Cause that's what I'm confused <laughs> by too. It's your points, dude.
5: All right. So <laughs> the next two rounds are going to be everybody agreeing with Rico and OC. uh, uh <laughs> okay, we'll take a time.: okay. Uh. OK, that's three pitches down and one uh, two to go. Uh, we're going to turn next uh, to uh, the Pod Father himself. It's Rico, Rico, your pitch. Uh, what movie are you bringing to the table today?
1: I am bringing the Empire Strikes back.
5: Oh uh, All right, well, two minutes for your pitch on the Empire Strikes Back, starting now.
1: We all know that Star Wars A New Hope was groundbreaking in cinema, but Empire Strikes Back was a phenomenon. It was... Star Wars was the biggest blockbuster of its time, apart from Jaws. It actually fucking destroyed Jaws for a brief moment, and then everybody was just talking about Star Wars. And then when Empire came out, it fucking upped the scales. It... it, Not to quote fucking clerks, but yes, it it is the argument winner. And I I personally am a bigger fan of Return of the Jedi, but... <gasps> if I'm going to pick a number two, it's going to be Empire. It showed how scary Darth Vader was at the time. Darth Vader was introduced as the badass of the galaxy to not fuck with. But the fight between him and Luke was absolutely terrifying. Even more terrifying when you find out what the relationship is. And that big reveal, that's one of the biggest fucking twists of all time. And we still say it. Somewhere, right now, someone is saying, I am your father in a Darth Vader voice. It introduced fucking the relationship budding between Han and Leia that which is you know better than Luke and Leia for all you know sense of purposes um Yoda we got introduced to a Muppet that we actually believed was powerful and could train Mark Hamill and the whole training sequence of Dagobah is is pretty fucking memorable in my in my book yes Star Wars is a great film and it's a cultural icon and it's it's cinema icon but Empire just ups it like you wouldn't believe. It's It introduced Boba Fett. However you feel about Boba Fett, it introduced Boba Fett. He was the, the Mandalorian with no name at the time. Yes, Maddie, I know you have your opinion, but let's move on. It has a fucking dour-ass ending, which was kind of unheard of in terms of popular movies. Every movie had a happy ending. Even this one kind of had a happy ending, but everything went to shit at the same time. And, you know, the fight between... Obi-Wan and Vader, not as good as the fight between Luke and Vader.
5: All right. Perfect timing. Okay. So that's Rico's two minutes on The Empire Strikes Back. We're going to uh, start the attacks and rebuttals. Uh, we'll start with Maddie first. Maddie, you are up. Oh, uh, fuck. Your, your attack on the Empire
1: Strikes Ding, ding, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> starts now. All
3: right. Fuck, man. <laughs>
1: Perfect argument, End right there. <laughs> oh,
3: shit. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Oh, How
5: come I don't get any support?
3: Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to
5: win. The this whole minute is just gonna be him. This is the
3: first. This is the first of George Lucas's fucking band aid movies. All right. Everything that happens in Star Wars has been slapping band aids on dumb shit that he did. That he tried to work out. There is absolutely no hint that luke and leia are brother and sister in that movie not one it's still a stolen love interest and that's what the bigger plot is that they abandoned is they got to a point where they could put Hannah and and leia in a love triangle with luke and then bailed on it and made a kids movie at the end that's really the only thing i can say
5: wow okay in that case uh rico your rebuttal
1: go you're you calling it a kids movie is really ridiculous because the first Star Wars is a kids movie. All Star Wars movies are kids movies that adults happen to love. And the whole love triangle thing, yes, I agree that there was no hint that they were siblings. But at the same time, so what? I mean, it, it was never going to work out between Luke and Leia, anyways. They just, it just, there was not that as much chemistry as Solo. And oh, by the way, it's pronounced uh, Han, not Han. Han. No,
3: I'm a Belando camp brother. He,
1: he's he's not Han Gruber, motherfucker. It's it's like, hi. Well, now you got me doing it. It is Han Gruber. <laughs> no, your your argument is invalid because I we both know you actually agree with me.
3: Yeah, because you know you just run around going through That's how it's
1: pronounced. All
5: right. Fuck you, by the way. Yeah, fuck you too, buddy. Fuck you for fucking Just fell by the wayside a long time ago. Uh, We're just going to move on. Uh, The next attacker is going to be CJ. CJ, you've got one minute. And go.
0: Let's talk about going for a low-hanging fruit. Jesus Christ, why don't you just pick The Godfather (laughs) 2 or T2? I mean, fuck. Pick a difficult fucking movie. Besides, it's still not even the best of the three trilogies. Attack of the Clones is the better sequel of the three. So fuck you. Um... You get more of a story in there in that movie than you do in Empire. Okay, Empire ends on a dour night. Ooh, no other movie's ever fucking done that. Guess what? And so did The Matrix Reloaded. So stuck on that.
5: Wow.
1: Okay, uh, Rico,
5: your response, uh, go.
1: Low-hanging fruit. Look, man. I, whether I win or lose in this, I've already won because we have 200 episodes. So I'm happy. I don't give a shit. I picked what I wanted to pick because fuck you. That's why. And, and honestly, <laughs> honestly, you the whole introducing fucking Attack of the Clones did not help your argument. <clears throat> that that is full of you know fucking Anakin Skywalker being like, I don't like them. boo boo. But you know what? Empire is just a better fucking win with a fucking better ending, and you wouldn't get any other movies like Matrix Reloaded with a fucking dour ass ending if it wasn't for Empire. I could have chosen Godfather too, but I really want to have a fucking challenge.
0: You call that a challenge and an objection I, for placating to the judge's show name? I'm just that saying. was not
1: that was not intended. I just want to tell you because fuck you. That's why. Uh, that was a happy accident. You know, I don't like your birth.
0: Definitely,
5: we were definitely happy about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, the next attack is going to come from Jess. Jess, if you're ready.
4: I am, sir. Thanks. I agree with Rico's points. The only thing that I really have to criticize about this is better for sequels is we do have a little bit of um, a pacing issue when we are watching, you know, Luke evolve into a jedi and we don't get a lot of information and yoda seems to help and not help so it becomes this bizarre pacing issue that kind of doesn't necessarily work but overall i do agree with rico it is a great sequel that would be my only real criticism of where it might not hold up necessarily to somebody that wasn't a fan
5: okay fair enough uh, and Rico your
1: response Go. the only the only thing I can add to that is that it's not so much a pacing issue because Luke lost the fight so he clearly was not as well trained as Yoda would like him to be he fucking bailed he chose his friends over homework I don't blame him but at the same time it's like if he had won the fight against Vader then I can understand some like issues with story and continuity and and character development but he lost. And that's the best lesson is sometimes you don't win every fight, despite being trained by a fucking Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, All
5: right. So uh, let's see who's next up on the list. Uh, That is going to be O.C. O.C. If you're ready, uh, you got one minute to attack uh, Empire Strikes Back and go.
6: Well, I think, first of all, it's a boring-ass choice. I know you can pick whatever, but, like, this is the one that everybody throws around as being, like, the best sequel. But I disagree, because I think this is where we get into the territory where Star Wars becomes no fun. Uh, right after the first one, which was a big success and everybody loved it, this movie came out, and this is when we start getting into the toxic Star Wars fandom. And fighting about which one is better and all the stupid little bears and all that shit. Every Star Wars movie is fine. They're all fine. They're not worth making your fucking whole personality about. And they're not worth arguing about. Every Star Wars movie is simultaneously fine and not worth arguing about. They're all fine. Wow.
5: (laughs) Powerful and emotional Uh. piece from Octopus Caveman there. Uh, And uh, uh, Rico, will ask for your response now.
1: I, I'm sure I'm going to fit right into the trap that you just set for me. But yeah, I mean, Star Wars fans are Star Wars fans. And the passionate ones come off like angry fucking nerds. Okay, that's why we're all kind of fucking here in the first place. So if you're passionate about something, you want to fight for it as much as possible. If I was as passionate about Star Wars as I am about, I don't know, my, my fucking career, I wouldn't be sitting here probably. So I'm just... <laughs> I I disagree with every Star Wars movie is fine because you can take a non-Star Wars fan and they could say, yeah, I didn't like this one for X, Y and Z, but I like this one for X, Y and Z. Every movie has its faults and 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 good things. But at the same time, Empire really set the bar and the tone. It transcended. Okay, very good. All right.
5: So that's going to be all of them uh okay uh now that rico's pitch and all the attacks and rebuttals have been done uh we're going to have a listen to uh what our judges think and this time it looks like we're going to start with augie
8: yes so again very good arguments um i really liked uh rico you know uh making note of all like the quotable lines from the movie and uh, yeah, the introduction to Yoda, which was massive seeing like a live action puppet played that that was crazy. Practical effects and all that cool stuff. Um, And yeah, it introduced Boba Fett, whether you love him or hate him, it introduced a really interesting silent uh, antagonist essentially. Um, But uh, yeah, I kind of also agree with OC that, Toxicity from the fandom can ruin a film. But in this case, the
7: film is still yeah. quite good.
5: Okay. And, uh, Stevie, what do you think?
7: Uh, this was, this was really cool. This is hard because I, I, again, I am a huge Empire fan. But to put that aside, um, the argument, for, uh, the new characters, uh, for, uh, Vader being a badass in that one that's 100% picking that up. Um, the BFYTW pandering helped him a little bit, um, but he did kind of lose a point there for choosing empire because of how much, but it was brought up by, I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to say anything about losing a point to that, but it was brought up by OC. So I kind of got to take that point away from him. So, but he's doing it, it, it. It's a very difficult one for Rico. He had a lot of really good points in there. Um, CJ kind of threw it, threw me off too, saying Attack of the Clones was better, so he's gonna lose a point right off one of his scores too. <laughs> but um,
5: you're to be- take a point off for something you said on somebody else's pitch. I have points going all over in different
7: ways for this game. <laughs> to be so fair, to be from. fair,
0: I was just <laughs> arguing because that's what we were supposed to do. I was just coming up with an argument. I <laughs> okay
5: that's what I want to entertain me Oh, for God's sake. All right. Uh, so, uh, four down one to go. Uh, it's time for Octopus Caveman. Uh, OC, you ready for your pitch? I think so. Excellent. Uh, sir, uh, what movie have you brought to the table?
6: Look, there's a lot of, uh, correct answers when somebody asks you the best sequel. Right, so Terminator Two is one. Uh, Godfather Two. I, I'm not a fan of the Godfather. Are you
5: starting movies. your pitch early, or
6: <laughs> am I going now?
5: Yes. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I can I'm... start your clock now if you want. I was I'll just asking go... for the. Yeah, no, I'm ready to go. Start the. Right. Okay, OC. Uh, it's time for your pitch. You've got two minutes, starting now.
6: All right. So there are many correct answers to this this question, right? You've got Aliens. You've got T2. You've got The Dark Knight. But I really thought about what is the best answer, and the best answer is Evil Dead 2. That is wow. clearly the best sequel to a film. It restates everything that happens in the first film better. Uh, it looks better. The pacing is better. Editing is better. Everything about Evil Dead 2 is better than Evil Dead 1. And it's the best the best uh, film in the franchise. So I think that's kind of the ultimate answer backup answer break into electric boogaloo because people know that <laughs> title without even seeing or knowing about the first one but uh my argument is for evil dead 2 clearly the best sequel period
5: wow and that's it you want to see the rest of you <clears> t- <throat> still got like a full minute and change
6: that's it we're good i am uh, good. concise
5: all right very good we'll stop there uh, okay, so uh, let's do this in order. Uh, the first attack is going to come from
1: Rico. Rico, you've got one minute and go. Look, I actually don't disagree. I happen to like all the Evil Dead movies. I'm a strong supporter of the remake. I think it's one of the rare uh, horror remakes. that's actually pretty fucking good. But Evil Dead 2, I don't agree with the title because it's not exactly a sequel. It's more of a requel, if we can really call it that. It is. It does remake the original and expand on it just like desperado did for el mariachi is it a better film i think people have different opinions stephanie likes evil dead one over evil dead two i like evil dead two over evil dead one so it is it more entertaining for sure is it more wacky for sure but are those really necessarily good things sometimes people just want a straight-up horror movie in a cabin in the woods okay
5: uh octopus caveman your response
1: go
6: if you want a straight-up horror movie like cabin in the woods watch cabin in the woods evil dead 2 is not that evil dead 2 combines elements of humor and horror and action and all of those things so wonderfully and that is so sam raimi that is his style you know before spider-man he was making ash look like a hero uh so you know you've even said it yourself you like evil dead 2 better than evil dead 1 i think it's it's pretty clear it's the best sequel it's okay. a hell of a lot better than the road warrior
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Damn, you just lost fire. maddie's support shot oh. shot. maddie was ready to blow you today. i was like nope nope never again <laughs> oh
5: boy all right uh okay well let's move on and uh guess what oc uh the person lined up to attack you next is maddie maddie you've got one minute and go
3: evil dead 2 was my second choice I, last night, watched Evil Dead 2 and *Mad* and The Road Warrior last night to put them back to back to see what yeah. I actually thought was a better argument. Swear to God this happened. Evil Dead 2, fantastic. You get a guy developing through three characters through this entire arc. He starts as this weakling then he becomes insane and then he becomes the hero at the end and there's this moment that groovy baby moment where he does it but the difference between evil dead 2 and evil dead 1 is that evil dead 1 was made for 1600 bucks and managed to pull off an iconic movie for 1600 bucks which is unheard of even back then when it came out so evil dead 2 while a fucking awesome movie that starts with the first movie and goes to the second one wasn't a triumph because it was technically not as triumphant as what the first
5: movie did. Okay. Uh, And uh, Otsie, your response, go.
6: I don't think, I think evil dead one is proof of concept. So I don't think that's a fair argument to say, well, they had more Mm -hmm. money, so it was better. I mean, good, good films get made with low budget. I think evil dead one was essentially proof of concept. And then they were able to get funding to do, a better job with the second film, and they had, you know, the skills had evolved. Bruce Campbell's acting is better, Uh, so I I think faulting them for actually having a budget is, uh, I mean, you're stretching because I think you you know I'm right on this one. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna argue with you, man. It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I had it Evil took Dead me Two, to... and if you if you picked Evil Dead Two, I was gonna go with Breaking Two. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, it was. It came down to it last night, man. It was like two in the morning, and I had to go with Mad Max instead. Will you guys should fucking how, get over with. How uh, good
6: oh. is, is Bruce Campbell's fucking acting? Like it's oh. just,
0: it's so crazy. And t- he's like a Marx
3: so brother, dude. He's like yeah. a Mark's brother in that movie. He's he's doing it all. Like he's he's so over the smoke. Top don't take it. any of
0: this into account. I see you writing. This is all after the clock. Oh, no, <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> all right. Uh, we're gonna move on to the good next choice. Attack, good and, choice. Uh, that Tough is going fight. to come from CJ. CJ, your attack. You've got one minute. Go.
0: Army of Darkness is the best of the three of them. That's the bottom line. It's it's bottom line. Army of Darkness better than the other two. Uh, but I will show get, in in retribution for the love that I got from OC on my argument. I will tell you that it does get points for being mentioned in high fidelity uh, during an argument on whether or not uh, he should go and talk to if if his ex girlfriend is fucked her, her new boyfriend so the fact that they reference evil Dead too to make that argument uh gives it some kind of credibility in cinema
5: okay some kind of credibility.
4: i'm sorry gentlemen to be the grim reaper but i am back in on this conversation so.
5: <laughs> good uh you'll be up next but first uh i have to hear oc's response to cj's attack
6: CJ saying that the Army of Darkness is the best of the series is so interesting when he pitched Matrix Reloaded as his. I mean, once again, <laughs> uh, to use your argument against you, Evil Dead 2 is where all of the lore building and the story really begins for that, that series. You don't get to Army of Darkness. You don't have the lore with the Deadites. You don't. You don't even have Ash as the kind of uh chill like uh, a cool hero because you know he's gone through all of the madness in evil dead 2 before he gets to where he's at in army of darkness so i mean to use your own argument against you evil dead 2 is the matrix reloaded of the evil dead movies
1: <laughs> did you guys like disagree and agree at the same time but, but is, is it the attack it of the clones
2: like...
6: Oh, see, two girls, one cup of the <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
0: see, to be, to be fair, Army of Darkness is the only one of the three I've ever seen, so that's why I said it flat out. That's the only reason why I said it. So,
1: CJ, it's... your goofy ass would choose Army of Darkness and mention high fidelity in the same, I, ass. yeah, yeah, you
0: know, so
5: that's it. All right, uh, so now that lovely Jess is back, uh, Jess, you can take your your shot you've got one There's minute the... attack evil dead Two. she's
6: gonna call me an idiot and say i have a little dick <laughs>
5: <laughs> i mean the well, no i go. just
4: want to have to say only you gentlemen have engaged in personal attacks i was just being <laughs> cute in my one-off because i am occasionally on this show Half of you guys' debate and argument has been personal attacks, which I respect. I love it. But I think I'm ready to have a go at the actual choice, if you will.
5: Okay, so you've got one minute, and your time starts now.
4: I don't actually think it's a bad choice. I think it's a solid film. Um, But as a lover of the genre, I've always been a great appreciator of low-budget horror films. And the way that they come out. And obviously, I think the first one was great enough to give us the sequels. And something that I really love, like a, a, a franchise that I've always loved. I'm just saying, ultimately, I think the budget to, to go ahead and attack the argument that you gave. I think the budget on the second one is kind of hurts the film a little bit. Because, you know, it's a, it's a classic trope within like the specific or genre that you see this kind of thing occur. And I would just say that I would I would say that the additional budget may be harmed rather than helped I'm out.
5: Okay. Interesting. Uh OC, uh you are up to respond to justice criticism.
6: Go Once ahead. again we're 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 getting into the budget stuff again. And has anybody ever been to a movie and been like, man, they had too much money. Like, it's yes. a real shame they were able to afford good good effects. I think that's a terrible argument because, I you know, I like Sam Raimi. I don't know what you guys have against that guy making a buck or two off of his films. Uh, you know, it's quality you can see. It's not bloat. It, they didn't have so much money that it was outrageous. It was still a, a well-made film made on a bare bones budget. It's not like Evil Dead 2 was made for a billion dollars.
1: Okay.
4: I've never regretted being nice (laughs) more in my goddamn life.
1: (laughs) Is that why you're muted majority of the time so we don't hear what you're really thinking?
4: (laughs) Well, yes, because Uh I wanted to try to be professional, seeing as you had guests other than myself. On this
1: fucking show? I
2: was going to say, right?
4: (laughs) <laughs>
5: Podskew two hundred. We take the gloves. I'm
4: gonna make a terrible history joke and oh, no. say I'm trying to keep the uh, Canute out of the normal Jessica behavior, and I'm trying to make actual arguments instead of personal attacks. But you know what? I wish I'd have taken the gloves off for that one.
2: <laughs>
5: well, uh, as it happens, uh, that's it for OC's pitch and the attacks and rebuttal. So we're going to talk to our judges real quick about how they think uh, OC did, starting, I guess, with Augie.
8: Yes. Hello. Well, um, <laughs> this this time I'm going to attempt, truly attempt, to remove all emotion
5: from this because I have no oh yes, because you've spent this whole podcast crying, and it's honestly Look, man. <laughs> these these people are saying very hurtful things to each other,
8: and it's very uh, upsetting. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, come on. Uh, we,
3: we wouldn't
5: do uh, it if it uh, wasn't uh, from a
3: take, place of love.
5: Go ahead and take the emotion. <laughs> it's out. about the
4: veracity of the film, gentlemen. <laughs> I ask us, please. To uh, yield to, like, being sensible.
5: Augie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you have to say? Sensibility. Huh. God, I uh, love her.
8: <laughs> uh, I have to say, O.C. actually made a very good uh, argument. Um, the argument that budget could ruin a film. I mean, I could see it, but at the same time, budget. It, there's nothing wrong with having a decent budget. Um, and, yeah, it is It is a classic. It, it doesn't really set up Army of Darkness, but it does definitely does that whole spiral into madness thing. And all that good stuff. So uh, O.C. Uh, makes a good argument. Uh, any counter argument seems to be, yeah, mostly targeting the budget or that the first film was a game changer because of its low
3: budget.
5: OK, fair. And enough. the
3: first act was a retread of the first movie.
5: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Stevie, what do you think about how O.C. did?
7: O.C. did OK. At the beginning, he had me off a little bit because right away he, he came out the gates with it restates everything. And I'm like, I don't need that shit. If I saw, if I'm watching the <laughs> sequel, I've seen the, the original one. I, I you don't have to restate all of it, but you got me back with the electric boogaloo. So <laughs> right now, right now you're on even ground, sir, and you're doing
1: okay. Um, that is, that's that's <laughs> the first time that sentence has ever been said. You got me back with <laughs> um, I, I love I love that you
7: threw the Sam's Sam Raimi's in there. Uh, I love I love his work. I love I love fucking all the fucking zombie shit. So I'm big into that stuff. So um, I love throwing that in there. Uh, The fact that a lot of people either agreed with you or said that this is my second choice or something like that, Mm. that actually gave you points for some of their rebuttals. I'm telling you right off the bat, when people agree, that's not good for them. It's good for you (laughs) (laughs) So saying, oh, okay, you won this debate to me. So that's how a lot of these points are going to so uh, all y'all right. know. All right. You can um, judge
5: it how you want. And then,
7: yeah, the, the budget thing, I I, I kind of I'm on the fence with that. So right now I still have to figure this part out. This is where I'm kind of stuck. So overall, OC, you did OK. You did pretty good. Um, But I have to do all the math still.
5: See where we're at. Uh, Yeah, because uh, it is that time. Uh, all right, gentlemen, Uh, it we've done all five pitches and we've done all the attacks and all the rebuttals. So it is now time to determine who has won. Uh so, so Stevie's apparently done some sort of point system.
0: I, I will uh, just I, say that if it's <laughs> I will I will just say if it's not Rico or I, you guys will never be on the show again. So I'm just warning you now. Uh
5: oh, we did this against our will anyway, so No, that's I mean, true. <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah.
5: I mean you, you have We're all here the, through you know, a series so. of
4: Very aggressive bullying campaigns and sad ads and DMs. We're Uh, all here playing with you guys. We should win.
5: So (laughs) here's the way this is going to work. I'm going to ask Stevie first. Stevie? Yes. Who did the best uh, pitch and defense of their choices?
7: Overall, between both the pitch and the defense, in my point system, Rico has won by one point. Oh, wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Low hanging fruit, huh? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm I'm short. I need that low hanging fruit. I can't <laughs> reach that high.
2: The
3: sky is blue argument wins again.
5: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Empire of all things. Okay, so uh, we're going to come down to Augie. Augie, based on however you decided to judge... Who has won this competition for you? The viewers? No. Uh, <laughs> the listeners, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the listeners, because it's a podcast. Um, oh,
8: well, uh, out of all the arguments, um, I, I would almost say that CJ's Matrix Reloaded, uh, just because it's it was. Are you kidding some, me? Are you some fucking kidding price, me? <laughs> hard to
3: defend the indefensible like it really is you know.
8: it's it's hard to uh well he had those who didn't really disagree with him only on slight things but yeah it, it of all the sequels the matrix reloaded seems like the most important because it picked up where it left off in the first one and it set up the third one as a sequel should in the middle of a you know uh trip or whatever
7: so what you're telling me is cj convinced you with his his master skills of debating with
8: his master skills of debating
7: <laughs> and the and it. the weaker <laughs>
8: counterattacks to it and are even, you kidding me even the sum me that gaming <laughs> for
4: dumb people
5: you 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 did ask us to judge and i did warn cj several times this would
2: happen
5: uh okay so in other words you two did not agree so it comes down to me and i'm the tiebreaker as it happens i have ranked everybody uh by how well i thought they did on a system out of 10 and of of cj and rico oh the one who scored the higher will win and that ladies and gentlemen the best number two out of everybody here is Rico de Hey! Oh, <laughs> Congratulations, sir.
1: Jeez. Well. I, I, I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, I ha- I we did not plan this. No, like, it was going to no. be me and CJ going against each other. This almost feels no, rigged, but I'm okay picked, with
5: that. Did Augie picking CJ because CJ did terrible?
8: <laughs> Maybe I'm too high for uh, this. I don't know.
5: I'm just messing with you, CJ. I'm just messing with you. There's
4: no way anybody can be higher than me and still made poignant points.
5: Uh, okay That's a good point. I will I will explain uh briefly how I did this. Like Jess, you came out strong out of the gate. Um you were easily the most prepared of anybody here. Uh you had some of the most cogent arguments without a doubt. However, uh, you started from a place of weakness.
2: Like uh, and,
5: uh, Adam Stanley's <coughs> values was not even a blip on my radar. And I, I was godsmacked Sir? when you picked that film to start with. I am like that?
4: Richard Nixon sweating on TV. I started from a place of weakness. <laughs> can I wait?
5: Can I I I wait, 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 Ending
0: wait, 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 wait. Can as I
4: nasty as it may be, I'm still a United States can, president in that? I'm wait. kidding. I absolutely understand. I, again, misunderstood what? the assignment and took the ultimate number two to be the ultimate
0: number two. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on.
4: Hold, hold, hold on. Jess, hold on. stop.
0: Because that's, I call 1,000% bullshit because you and I had a private conversation where you said you were picking Lethal Weapon 2. So don't tell me you were saying you were going oh, for oh. the ultimate number two. Don't, don't, oh, don't, don't.
1: Uh, and and that's- I I'd like to point out that I had to lie for attacking Adam's family values. I actually like them both pretty equally. Like, I mean, so. that's your job in a debate, though. You're supposed to take the other yeah, side. Yeah, and that that was what you. I did. Yeah, yeah, not give a fucking reach around like OC and fucking everybody else was doing. <laughs> like, do
0: you
4: think uh, it was hard for me to find something to criticize in Maddie's choice because he's absolutely correct? That's probably th- the solid film winner. So I had to choose legend building. Do you think I was happy with that, Rico? No, I, I wasn't. But it's I don't really think you've been happy
1: I for had. a very long time, Jess.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I work in academia. Why would I be? Aren't you
1: like doing this in the middle of a fucking tornado right now? A
4: tornado. Well, yeah, you know, catch as catch
0: can. Um, well anyway, um so we 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 finished the game. I want to give a big shout out to Aaron and the guys at BFYTW for judging and hosting this. That that's a huge chore on your part, especially wrangling yes. this group of five people. Yes, myself, Thank you for including. doing the
1: babysitting. This was really yeah. hard, um, yeah. but oh, it was
5: it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the last thing that I'm going to say is that it would have been an instant win if anybody done my favorite second movie, Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh.
0: There you go. Yeah, the light. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I for for those interested, I do have a um, bonus question discussion I would like to have for those who can hang around. They're not gonna count towards the game. The game is decided. This is just a free form, have some fun conversation to wrap up pot of Skew number two hundred. Uh nobody knows this question. I have not shared I don't think actually, Aaron, you might know, but I think that's the only the only person who knows. Um well,
1: I- one more thing. We have another guest who might ready to jump on. He doesn't want to play the game, but he. Well, yeah. This is no game. Again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not about the game anymore. This is just more of a free form discussion. The game, the game is wrapped up. Yeah, if you have, okay. a... yeah.
5: Yeah, because it's it's getting close to seven. I gotta go. Yeah.
0: I know you do. Yeah, that's why I want to say the game is wrapped. But for those of you, it's so smoke and, and Augie, if you want to hang around and participate in the conversation. Both
7: too, but we gotta fix the electric upstairs. Still. Gotcha. <laughs> we have no power upstairs at all. Yeah,
0: we still gotcha. Have no power. All yeah, right. we're, we're outside. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I, I will leave it to who wants to be a part of the conversation, but the question I'm asking, and if you guys, real quick, before you go, because I know you got to jump, but if you want to just maybe throw your hat in a ring on the oh. answer, uh, what movie or franchise deserves a prequel that doesn't have one? What movie or franchise would you actually mm-hmm. like to see a prequel for? And I'll let the guys at BFYTW mm-hmm. go first since they have to jump.
7: A uh, little shop of horrors. I want to know where the alien seed came from. I thought that was a movie called Life.
5: <laughs> um, I guess I'll just say, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's that good. Um, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say what I'm thinking. I, I, w- I would enjoy seeing a prequel to The Professional.
0: There you go.
2: Yeah.
5: Because yeah. so no, I want to, sure I want to see, yeah. see Leon learning to be the hitman yeah. that he eventually becomes. That would be cool. Yeah.
8: That's good. Augie. I'd like to see a, like, as weird as this is going to sound, I'd like to see a prequel prequel to Hobbit. Like, before Hobbit, before Lord of the Rings.
0: Interesting. prequel?
8: Yeah, like a prequel, prequel. You mean, like,
5: Uh, covering the war, the original war that started the whole thing?
0: Yeah. Okay.
5: I'm talking that. Yeah,
0: it has a book title, fella. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I... I want to thank again Bfytw for for coming to hang out with us today. You guys have been some of our closest supporters for all 200 of these episodes, and, and we love you guys to death. Uh, I think I speak for Rico equally on that. You guys mean the world to us as friends, and we we look forward to many more collaborations, both on your show and ours. So, absolutely, and
7: thank you guys very much for having us on this episode, the special 200th episode of Podeskew. I mean, I was there almost from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and yeah. to see you guys grow so exponentially has been such a joy to me. And seeing that consistency. I fucking love it, guys. And, and Seriously.
0: I'll, before you guys go, I'll share with you the title of this episode is going to be Because 200 Pod That's why. That's what we're calling this thing. So it's a combo of our two shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again, gentlemen, for, for helping organize and, and host and judge.
7: Definitely. Thank you guys so much. Glad you guys.
0: Glad Later, you guys. Later. Bye.
1: Uh, CJ, uh, our our surprise guest is ready.
0: Okay. Uh, I, is he is he all set on the? Yeah, the he says pro- he's on Skype. He's ready. Okay. All right. Uh, um, I'll add him while you're. Who else wants to tell me about a prequel? Uh, you want I'll, to see? I'll
1: tell you mine, and mine's pretty like it's the most freshest prequel idea that I wanted. I would like a prequel to The Batman. Because I felt like The Batman was a second film, and we missed a prequel. Like, it was very entertaining, but I felt like there was a lot of shit that I would have liked to have seen. Not necessarily seeing, like, the Waynes get fucking shot again, but I don't know, maybe a year one fucking Batman?
0: Hey, C-Man, what's going on, buddy? Did somebody just say Batman? Yeah, so we were, were we're we finished our game, but I'm posing a bonus question that's not part of the game. It's just more of a free form discussion and the question was what movie do you want to see a what movie or franchise do you want to see a prequel for that doesn't currently have one? And Rico was saying he wants to see a prequel to the Robert Pattinson The Batman.
2: Oh, you want like the year one movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I felt like it was, like, what I saw was the origin story, but I was like, yeah, but where's the actual origin story? It'd and be kind of like watching Empire Strikes Back instead of watching, like, oh, and not get getting get off Empire already. You've been sucking that I mean, teed
0: all day they, today.
2: They they did kind of cheat because they put out a companion novel that fills in uh, when he's, I think it's eight, no, seven, 17, and 27, I think, are, are the three jumps. I didn't know um, I had so to read a in book.
0: A lot of that. Oh, from the guy who loves to read. I like just to adds, read. I as just... All
1: right.
2: Uh, um, like, he built the Batmobile with his hands when he was 17 years old. Because Batman was a street racer.
0: There you go.
1: Um, dude, that would have been really interesting. Maddie, no, dude, would... The
2: book is fantastic. I highly recommend it. It's like 150 page, maybe 200 pages, maybe. It's like super quick.
0: Maddie, it was like what a do you think? Three
2: hour listen on Audible,
0: Maddie.
2: So, congratulations!
0: Oh, thank you, my 200 man. Two hundred episodes. Yep, two hundred. Right now, you're you're talking on that's, number two hundred.
2: That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Telling me, you telling me? I came I
2: uh, wasn't really ready. But what's up, motherfuckers?
0: No, you're you're good, homie. Matt, what do you think of the question?
3: I think it's a great question, and I have an answer because I actually pitched it. Um, of course, he did. I think <laughs> Yeah, I pitched. I pitched this one to uh, to um, uh, the actually the original co writer of this movie um, A prequel to Hudson Hawk. I would love to see how Eddie dealt with um, the, whatever the backstory with between him and George Kaplan is. Who's the that's the James Coburn character? There's some crazy backstory between those two guys, which we have no idea what the fuck it is. But I would love to see. Whatever that weirdness, how Hudson Hawk got caught up with the government and ended up uh, in prison over it. I would love to see that. I think that'd be cool as fuck. Because that movie is the most underrated movie ever made.
0: I I actually have a question, a follow up question for you, Maddie. It's not about Hudson Hawk. So this is not like earlier where it's like rebuttals. Like This is a wholly separate question for you, but it's on the same topic. Because where I I, I wish I could take credit for this question because I didn't take credit for this prequel question. I heard it on another thing and I found it really intriguing and wanted to pose it to my friends that I do this with. And there were some examples given in the the discussion I was listening to. And there's one that made me think of you immediately. And someone said they wanted the Vincent Vega movie from where he's in France, where he goes to get that Royale with cheese. And they weren't making a joke. They weren't making a joke. They want that. They want that whole sequence of what it was like for him to be overseas in those. What is it? I think it's eight years he was over there. They say, you know, as so. a full-on
3: junkie, and he was a junkie over there too. On top of he was a junkie so, in America,
0: okay. so the, yeah, I mean, he was. Yeah, he wasn't any better in America.
3: <laughs> well, I actually, I actually have what I think would actually be that movie, and it's killing Zoe. If you've ever seen Killing Zoe, that takes it's an American in France doing exactly that. Um, Watch that movie. And I think that that movie would essentially be a Vincent Vega movie. Ah,
1: I want to add on to that because uh, Vincent Vega and Mr. Blonde are brothers from Reservoir Dogs. And I would there's always been rumors that Tarantino want to make a a, like a double V Vega, which is what he was like a brother's Vega brother's. I would love to see that. I mean, it's not going to happen because Michael Madsen and Travolta are both fucking older than Sid at this point. <laughs> but, but if you get some enough convincing actors to play young Madsen and, um, and Travolta, I would watch the shit out of that movie. And you have, have you him in Amsterdam.
3: Seen, have you guys seen Killing Zoe?
0: I have not. No. no.
3: Yes, see it. It's, it's, it's like a heroin-fueled, uh, dark-ass heist movie. Uh, that takes place in, in France and it's just, it's just one of those movies that came out around the same time. It was sort of like the response, one of the response movies to, uh, to Pulp Fiction. And I think that it, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out someone went, Hey, you know what the cool idea here is, is find out what that guy was doing in Europe and made it, you know, cause it's about an American who falls in with a bunch of, uh, European, uh, bank robbers essentially. But I haven't, I haven't seen it in quite some time. I actually
0: do want to watch it again. Now. What? About it's pretty you, dark, man. It's pretty dark and heavy. What about you, Jess? Do you have a thought?
4: Well, one, I want to preface this by saying I apologize to your listeners. Mm-hmm. I was led to believe this was going to be a fun exercise. and oh. would not have engaged <laughs> if I had not been in a two-hour panel AMA on history earlier today. That being said, I apologize for being a little bit grumps. um If I had known we were going to discuss cinema, I would have prepared for cinema yesterday. Um, so the only offering I have is based on the fact that I told this was you know, I was told this was fun. I'm just going to say a prequel to cocoon and a mouse. <laughs>
0: Okay. What about you, you know OC? You, funny.
4: you can giggle; it won't kill you.
0: I, I I don't know the movie well enough to giggle. So um... Christ
4: alive! Have you seen a fucking movie on earth other than make He's about T-? to die.
1: You <clears throat> saw Sack of the Clones? <laughs> yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes.
6: We
0: got you, OC. Right. I, I, I gotta take off. Okay, man. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me.
6: Congratulations on 200. My uh, my phone is dying, and if I unplug my— uh, if I plug it in to charge it, I'm going to lose my headset, and the Skype settings are all fucked, so I got to go.
0: Okay, man. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it.
6: Oh, thanks for having me. I'll talk Bye, to you guys you. soon. Bye, guys. Later, Later. homie.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I just a question I wanted to throw out there, see if anyone had any thoughts on on the prequels. And I, I found it to be really compelling— con- Discussion and if anyone else has any other thoughts they wanted to throw out there, we can do it or or we can start to wrap the thing up. But I just wanted to see what what other people were thinking. I thought it was going to be a fun uh, fun discussion. Apparently, it's not entertaining enough. What's even?
2: (laughs) Can I cheat? Because yeah. I, I have, like, a ton of DVDs around me, and there's one staring me in the oh, face see, right see, now.
0: See, man, this is not, I, this is not like, for point... This is just to have fun and... No, 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 no. Yeah. no. I mean, she, <laughs> Let him finish, I want to know.
1: Yeah, it'll movie. make sense. No, I'm going to cheat. There,
2: there, there, there's a prequel that already exists for this franchise. However, I I pretend it doesn't exist, and I would really love to see a Logan-styled prequel for Wolverine
0: well, which okay? Hmm. So, are you talking about like the the? I, I'm just trying to understand, see, man. I'm not even giving a hard time. Like, I'm trying to understand because there's there's Wolverine Origins, the Wolverine, and then Logan. Yeah, that's a
2: movie I wish didn't exist.
0: Which one? Wolverine Origins. See... Origins. Origins. Okay. Origins. okay. Yeah.
1: Well, All right. Yeah. He he wants X Men Origins let me replace that with like a <laughs> Logan style.
4: I'm sorry. Like, Am, I miss- I'm sorry Am I
1: Logan Origins?
4: Um, just uh, in that I think uh, it's really cool that. You know, in in cinematography, writing style, I think that would be really cool. That would be something I would definitely actually watch from, again, cinematography to the actual scripting to the sort of rawness about it. That would be a great film, actually.
1: Look, arguably the best part of X-Men Origins was the opening credits where shows him and Sabretooth going through all the wars over history, I'm like, where the fuck, wh- why couldn't we have gotten, I mean, look. That's the X-Men, movie, yeah. X-Men Origins is what it is. I I can still find things about it that I can defend, but I, I can't defend, like, the CGI claws or fucking whatever the hell they did to Deadpool. But that opening credits is like, oh, it, it was such a fucking... Like you thought you were getting something really fucking cool. Like when you were watching, like, Oh shit. It's gonna be the brothers through all the wars. And it's like, no,
3: I think that was the reshoot too. I think they came yeah. here and did that, that whole opening. It wasn't there before. And Rico, I think you... they actually shot that. I know they did a, a bunch of reshoots here. And I think that a big part of the reshoots was that opening.
0: Rico, you brought up one that I was I... kind of interested.
3: Oh, um, in. Seeing. I'm sorry.
4: Can I just add, I, I really think that would actually be a great prequel just because um, it's sort of a franchise I checked out of, right? Uh, it, it was something that was on in the background that my kid watched, and that was the end of it to me. But when I watched Logan, that really got me reinterested and, and really made me remember my love of, of the X-Men and why I wanted to to invest in that movie franchise. So that's definitely, that's a great one. That's a sequel I would watch if it were shot in that fashion style and written in the same style. I,
0: I, Give it to
3: Mangold, man. Give yeah, it to Mangold, let him do it.
0: You brought up an interesting interesting point, Rico, in your your discussion about it, about a different one that I want to see, but I think it kind of ties together in some capacity, is I honestly, and and you're going to sound like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. I'd really be curious to see a Deadpool prequel. I want to see Wade Wilson when he's in Jacksonville and that time before, like when they they talk about his whole time as a a Black Ops guy. I want to see that whole era of Wade Wilson. Like that really intrigued me the way they talked about it. I know it was really kind of throwaway line in the movie but it still intrigued me enough. I would
1: want to see that version but I would want um I would want the original character. Not I mean I I we I love what Ryan Reynolds did to Deadpool but I want the you know the Nicea version where which, he's like
0: which by the from way like Matt, Ohio or some shit. Maddie I don't know if you heard but we interviewed Fabian he is not happy with that that reinterpretation of that character at all. Oh, I bet. I didn't hear that one,
3: but, but yeah, I, I, you know, you know, Deadpool's Deadpool. I'm kind of yeah. over it. Um, <laughs> Just, I love, you know what I did love though, is it, I don't know if you guys read it, but hit monkey was fucking great. And that's like really some fun Deadpool stuff is in hit monkey. If you ever get a chance to read that book, it's pretty good. It's only a four issue run. It's pretty good.
1: No, but I'm reading uh Fabian's actual book. So,
0: Oh, really? Yeah, suburban
1: dicks. It's pretty fucking entertaining.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, Rico, you got another one, or did you? Another question, or Um, just another, just another prequel idea? If you have another question, I'm open for that too. But we could start, you know. Depending, I mean,
1: in terms of prequels, like I think at this point, I'm more into the idea of expanding stuff onto like a series, like a like a Netflix show or something, or like an HBO show. Sure. So like something like. The X Men Origins thing, I think, would actually be a kick ass, like limited series. Like, mm. have like every season be a war, or something, you know, something akin to that. I think you could flesh out more interesting subplots. Um, but I, I mean, I'm trying to like deviate away from like compa characters and shit like that. But like, we're about to get a another Obi Wan show, which is not. I mean, it, it's it's still a prequel sequel, depending on how you fucking look at it, but. It's sort of the Godfather too of like of of Star Wars shows in a roundabout way because it's yeah. both like it's it's Young Vito and 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 Michael at the same time. So,
0: well, I, I mean, think... if 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 we're getting away from which is fine. I mean, there there are plenty that have nothing to do with comic book characters that I would still love to see you know uh, stories for. One one for me, it, I some people love this franchise, some wouldn't, but I would love to see Young Snake Pliskin. From the Escape series, I, I would oh, love yeah. to see what like he that. does. You know, I would love to see that. Although I, I, I just imagine he's probably the, um, um, blanking on the character's name, but he's the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. And I say that because I know Kurt Russell plays both characters. But you know, I, I could just see he ends up being that guy, Jack Burton. Jack Burton, yeah, Jack that's Burton. it. I had to think for a second. Um. But yeah, I mean, I could see that. I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing like a young Bond, like like I know with Daniel Craig we kind of got the beginnings of Bond, but I'd like to see before he gets to like before even with that part, like way young Bond, like like in training Bond, almost like Kingsman, only except yeah, not as yeah. except not as comedic, like a more serious type of film.
1: I want to see a prequel to Beetlejuice.
0: That'd be like, interesting. I wanna... Yeah. I want to know
1: how the fuck he was what he was before he died, and then like was working for, whatever the fuck that gravelly ass like voice the uh, woman was like the one who's always <laughs> chain smoking. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I want to know what he did to get fired. Like yeah. that sounds intriguing as all hell to me. Uh,
0: another example that was given in that uh, discussion I heard was a a Rocky prequel. When he was just breaking legs on the dock, working for the gang, for the gang, for the gangsters, he wasn't before, and, 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 a very early on boxer, like more of that is what I heard an argument for. I don't know
1: if I would want to, I mean, i I would see that just out of curiosity, but that just sounds kind of like, because he only finally gets some good happiness in the first Rocky. Well, I yeah. mean, even if, I mean, even if you take out the fight with him and Apollo, it's like he won Adrian, whereas in his prequel, like, there's no Adrian. It would just be like, Hey, yo, who's that? She looks pretty cute. You know, with her glasses and shit. It's yeah, like, but he, dude, even
0: <laughs> even in the first Rocky, he kind of knows who Adrian is. Like, he's already been established as to going into that pet shop. So this would set all that up. You know, it'd be kind of interesting.
1: So essentially, it would be Rocky without the fight. Without the fight No, he would
0: still he would still be, he would be a club boxer. Like, he is in that one fight with Spider Rico. It would just be more fights like that as opposed to... Going on and fighting Apollo Creed for championships. If the
1: if the prequel ended with the be with the beginning, yeah, of the you would need to. I think Spider you would need no. to. Yeah.
0: I think you would need to. Yeah. Um, anyone you else like ha-
1: Mean Streets meets Rocky is kind uh, of yeah. how it would
0: be. Anyone else have a thought on that, or should I just move to my next point?
4: <laughs> no, I was uh, I got just going to bolster. Movie. I'm sorry. You go ahead.
2: No, you go. You go.
4: No, mine's a quick point. I was just going to bolster the point that Rico made about um I think some things deserve a series and a person mm-hmm. that has over the years sort of switched from being addicted to movies to sort of addicted to television, um, you know, in that classic Bart Simpson-esque way and that it raised me. I think it's, it's been an interesting transition that when I see series and I see things like that, it's because I'm not sitting down and watching an episode here and there, right? I'm binging it. So it's like the ultimate movie to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why that means a lot. Like, especially when a series is done and a series is done well, that tends to be something that I enjoy because I think <clears throat> of it as one long movie. That was going to be my only point. And I thought it was a great point. That's
0: no, a valid point. Yeah. absolutely. it's a great sure. point. Uh, Seaman, you said you had a movie suggestion?
2: Oh yeah. But I would also agree with that. Like even as much as I love the Batman, if you told me you could tell me that story over the course of like six or seven hours yes. at that level. Oh shit. You know what I mean? I like, agree. Yeah. TV is the ultimate way to consume stories because it's the best way to flesh out things. agree. Um as far as oh, other movies I cannot
4: agree more. I'm sorry that was such a brilliant. No, point. it's fine. So thank you and just using that movie as an example is a good example. Did you so finally watch you it? That. I love that.
0: Did you finally watch oh, it, you. Jess?
4: I did. I would have liked it better as a series was my exact
0: follow up. Okay. See me what was the movie you were going to suggest?
2: Um, yeah, so looking at my DVD collection, what if you did like a Brian Mills Taken prequel? They
1: like, kind of did that as a or, show, though. To, did they? Yeah, yeah. They, there was a there was a kind of like t, like TV. Yeah, there was a TV show Taken, and the guy they cast was perfectly cast because he looks like a young ass Liam Neeson, minus the giant Um <laughs> Uh, I think it's the guy who played Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter.
0: I can uh, tell you in a minute. Hold on.
1: And, like, I tried watching the show, but, like, it's a prequel, but it's modern day. So that's the twist because they don't want to, like, not have iPhones and shit in the show. Um, but it was fine. It just shouldn't have been called Taken. Just like Taken 3 yeah. should have been called Taken 3 because no one was Taken. It was just him on the run.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's should- fair. You got, you got, it should have just be
1: called "Run for the Mills."
0: <laughs> Matt, even well, had
4: no sequels or series at all, which is the better answer to me.
2: Matt, to me, kind that's of- a
4: classic standalone. Why are you redoing that? You're you're going on budget to box office. I know, guys. I am also a finance person that I keep hitting this high point, but also. I don't see the benefit overall, and they're they're just not that I guess for a certain for a certain audience, it's great, but I was sort of you know one and done. what happened to the one and done? Where the, the is genius. the one night stand in movie making anymore gentlemen
0: uh Rika really quickly <laughs> uh the guy that you' the guy that plays Brian Mills was not in the movie that you thought he was
2: really
0: no, no. He, me, i'm not
2: saying that you should make it i'm just i i've got nothing in my head i'm only good at piggybacking off other people's ideas oh, today well, mm-hmm.
4: yeah no, I, me too. i'm That's just relying why I said on
0: maddie what what about you you've been quiet for a while do you have any thoughts sorry what were we talking about the prequel thing just prequels and do you have oh, one yeah. do you you another one in mind or no yeah. if not i have one yeah. more yeah. i can talk about so
5: I have I have kind of an interesting
3: thing. It's more like I just kind of enjoy like the idea of characters becoming who they are as we know. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um you know, when there's something there. Like like that's the thing is like you go into something like Solo it was, it was completely unnecessary because he didn't become fully formed until the end of Return of the Jedi, really it took him those three movies to become a fully formed character. Whereas, you know, they tried to give him the exact same journey inside of one movie with the, with, with his origin story. But if you take a character like, and I don't mean this um, because I would hate this, mm-hmm. but a really interesting character I've always liked is Quint from Jaws. And I think it would be really interesting to see the events that made him the ahab that he is you know what yes, I mean? In even you know yeah the indianapolis story and the repercussions mm-hmm. um, of that you yeah, know what i mean Maddie, like that kind
4: of thing i apologize but this is going to be a weird <laughs> question and i i don't want to like in any way if if you're more anonymous than i-ness is are you a lit professor or did you study lit what do you I, I'm sorry. I don't want to ask. What do you do? But it.
3: I'm a high school dropout,
4: <laughs> <laughs> with an excellent appreciation of the denouement and filmmaking exactly. and storytelling. Um, actually, that would be really cool because the actual horror of that particular story that yeah. he's telling is horrific. And oh, so yeah. you're not actually telling a doll story, you're telling a Quinn story. So what a yeah. brilliant idea, sir.
3: And I also think that another and a very interesting character who is the exact same that you might be able to get away with it a little bit easier instead of going to a Quinn is go back and tell Ahab um, and, tell, and show what became – a like it's the exact same story really, but you might get a little leeway oh. with it to go back and so what made Ahab Ahab. I like, think aside you can from get the. the leg, you
4: know? I think you can get the leeway. I think it's um, it's a lot in writing and that that yeah. you have somebody that understands Hemingway's style and the brief the right. briefness and brevity. And as long as you have that in a screenwriter or somebody that's that's writing or a partner in it that has an understanding, yeah, I think that would yeah. actually be a brilliant freaking movie, sir.
3: Um, well, there you Thank you very kindly for that. I think that, I think that, you know, there's so many like characters that I really like love as they, as they are, um, who could develop, you could develop rich backstories for it. Like one of the characters I just absolutely love is, uh, Eric Bogosian's character from talk radio. And that's just a very interesting story. And I would love to to go into where did the cynicism come from? How did he become the angry person he was, you know, and those are the kind of, Uh, things that I really like you know is that kind of that kind of thing usually those things are done in like the first act of a movie or like in the first 10 minutes but around the inciting incidents or whatever but there's a lot of people who could deserve a really interesting backstory and and it's usually someone who comes in obsessed and 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 that's sort of a a great way to sort of start it and there's even
4: with the oh I'm sorry just to interrupt I was gonna do an example because um I had done a story on someone who may have summer, er, summited Everest first and of course dies on the way down. It's very dark and it's within the body count spe- er, sphere, but then we have six, that six, photograph of Tenzing your... Norgay from Hillary and not the right. photograph. And you can take that very small story. You can make it a comedy, a dark comedy, you right. can make it a drama, you can make it a, like a biopic. So I agree. That I'm, I, it's not the sequel thing. It's just there are so many ideas out there that it's yeah. overwhelming, and you can make them any way that you want them to be. So yeah. I'm not always necessarily a huge fan of the prequel or the
3: sequel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, 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 there's so many things that can just stand alone.
0: The, the, the other one that I, I heard in this discussion that I found really intriguing and actually the most intriguing of the ones I heard was a prequel to Gladiator. How did Decimus, how did Maximus get there? How did he, not, not to the, we obviously see how he gets to the arena and becomes a gladiator, but how did he get to be that general, that, that, that level of general when clearly all he wanted to be. the story of him
3: and the story of him and Marcus Aurelius is exactly. pretty yeah. fucking yeah. interesting too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would find that more conventional of a watch as opposed to the fucking sequel that was pitched by Nick Cave. Because Nick Cave like wanted to write a fucking screenplay of Gladiator 2 and it was basically like Maximus like fighting in the underworld or some shit. I'm just like, I don't really want to see that. That sounds weird as all. I have yes, a great
4: yes. deal of difficulty with anything to do with Roman history because it's often, as you know, um, co-opted and changed and there's like very few things other than the visuals that you get in gladiator or even specific to roman culture and i would actually suggest to your listeners if you wanted an idea of anything close to roman life please watch rome on hbo
1: for God i agree sake. i agree At
4: least it tries um and i would like to add i would up. just like
1: one yes. i would like one just roman thing where it's not cast with British actors. Just for once, I would like a movie about Rome to actually sound like Italians. Even you know
2: Ro- Roberto Benigni.
1: Yes. Roberto Benigni doing fucking like, you know, hey Julio, what's going on, Caesar? Like I would rather I just, just just had that experience. I guess they technically did that with like asterisk, like the they made a couple asterisk movies. All right. On that fucking happy note, let's, let's, uh,
0: yeah. Th- thank you all for coming to hang out with us today. It means a lot. I mean, see me I know you didn't get a chance to play the game, but still that you took some time. Cause I know you got a super busy schedule today. So for, for taking some time to come hang out with us a little bit and, 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 and be on the show, that means a lot. Uh, Jess, Maddie, uh, thank you for coming and playing the game and hanging out afterwards. Really it means it means a bunch to Rico and I.
3: Uh, Much, much pleasure and congratulations to you boys for 200. That's great.
0: Thanks. Thank you. Congratulations.
4: You guys have been friends to me since I entered this game. (laughs) And whether it be in the wild weeds of academia or doing fun stuff like this, I come here to remember why I love doing what it is that I do. So thank you so much for including me on the 200th. And, uh, you know, it's a benchmark. I'm so proud of you both. You impress me every day. You're fantastic Mm -hmm. performers. So thank you so much.
0: Jess, if you're using us to remind yourself why you got this, you got to set your bar higher, dear. We love you, but you definitely set the bar higher. So well, she just she My bar somebody, is so.
4: always very high. <laughs> I would like to just set it down sometimes, gotcha. James Cameron <laughs> style. You know, I'd like to dive down and really pull it back up, even if it's as, as stupid as doing an actual cross-ex debate about number two sequels. So you, you guys go. are amazing, and I thank you once <laughs> again always for having me.
3: Always, Basically.
0: always, Maddie. You said something. I'm sorry. You got a, I didn't hear you.
3: I was just taking a jab at you guys while she was
0: talking. That's oh right. well, we're, we're used to that. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm glad it was uh, muffled then. See, yeah. Right. Uh, man are you wait, still with
4: us? Can you repeat it, Maddie? I want to hear it just so I well, can judge if it was
3: good. I was just saying she's she's just very, very, very happy that you guys guided her through because now she knows she's better at something than someone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And- perfect joke
0: nails it he's not joking might as well be a script
4: writer he's i know not he's joking. not no I, it's not, he's not joking there's no sarcasm within that at all not even in the cute way but i'm gonna pretend but it was very funny
3: uh, and I, respect I love it. you all i love you all and if i didn't and if i didn't i i wouldn't make fun of you
0: no we know that. we know that
1: Maddie is uh, the most misleading Canadian we I've ever known, dude. Like he he comes off so aggressive, like he makes Mike Myers shy away.
3: <laughs> the, the the thing is is what people don't realize about Canadians is that Canadians aren't nice or polite. It's a different Yes, there's a difference. Not but at all, yeah.
4: but they do have superior strip clubs in every
3: way. Um, uh, this is very true. This is not a lie. This is absolutely um, true.
4: I, I, I had to think of something nice to immediately counter and say about the Canadian there people you go. as an American, I, and that was the first thing out of my mouth because I, uh, it is no which lie. Which one were
3: you at? Which one were you at,
4: guys. So guys? That's another story for a different day. There you go.
0: Um, <laughs> I say, you and I got long talks to have. I, I think Jeez. I think we lost Seaman. I know he's working, so he's probably busy with that. But thank, if you can hear me at least, thank you I, again. Oh, I, there he is. Still okay. here. Okay, well, I was just saying thank you for, for coming on, and we, we appreciate you, even though you didn't get to play the game, I didn't know if you heard that, so I wanted to say it again. Thank you for hanging out with us a little bit, and for all your previous support and your previous appearance, and we look forward to having you on again when your schedule clears up a bit. So,
2: Absolutely, man. Congrats on 200.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll finish this off, uh, Rico. We talked a little bit of this at the beginning, but I again, thank you, my friend, for for accepting my invitation to do this oh so many years ago, and 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 reaching out and turning this into what it has been for four years and two hundred episodes. So thank you.
1: You're welcome. This is entirely your fault, is what you just said.
0: CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the damn it our very own post credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, make sure to tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Pottaskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And like the show page, Pottaskew Podcast, on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego DJ Xanthus on my radio show every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish and Saturday from 10 p.m. to midnight-ish Eastern Standard Time at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, And DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Make sure to follow that for show updates. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash potaskew if you want to display your love of the logo and potaskew. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Don't forget the damn it.
7: Oh, I know those guys. Those are those chuckleheads from that skew pod thing.